Hey, it's me, Kelly Anakin. I'm talking about Showtime's hit series, Yellow Jackets, one episode at a time with some of the funniest people I know. Let's find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting eaten. Welcome to Blood Hive. Joining me on Blood Hive today, our first guest is a writer, comedian, and podcaster who's also very good at singing the Maureen parts in Rent. You may remember her <laughs> from my previous recap podcast, Red All Over. Hey, folks, it's Molly Sanchez. Hey. Hi, Molly. It's so great to see you. It's so great to see you. Your love made visible. I'm so Aww. happy to be back. <laughs> Going to be a real love fest. And our uh, second guest slash third wheel is a writer, producer, and comedian who can also be found on her comedic dark history podcast, Ghost Town, which has gained praise from the AV Club, Bustle, Vulture, and Mary Claire. Mary Claire? Marie Claire? She's <laughs> uh, is not a person, so she won't care. Guess what, folks? It's me and Molly's new best friend, Rebecca Lieb. Hi. Hi. Welcome. So happy to be the third wheel. I'm into it. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Listen, we're very loving. This is actually, this is how we expand our polycule is just... Oh. <laughs> Having Take people on podcasts with Swaddle us. me. <laughs> it's legally binding. It's good. I signed a lot away to this podcast. Yeah, so yeah. I, I mean, like my, my number one rule for all things comedic and podcasty is just NDAs for everything. Mm, mm. I love where your head's at. Let's yeah. get into it. DocuSign <laughs> is my daddy. <laughs> so we are here. We have gathered here today, beloved, to discuss the very first episode of the show Yellow Jackets on Showtime, which by now, all of the episodes have aired. So if you're here listening to this podcast now, it's because you, like me, definitely like Rebecca, I think Molly, mm-hmm. is about to be in this place where you're just yeah, like, gimme, gimme, us. gimme all the Yellow oh, Jackets. We're initiating you hardcore. Oh, so good. It's so mm-hmm. great. Uh, before we talk about the episode, just I would love to hear everybody's little Yellow Jackets origin story, if we could. Rebecca, how did you find this delightful show? Okay, so I have a friend in New York who texts me only when people live or die, like when people are have babies and when people die in yeah. our lives. Old friend, old comedian friend, but he texted me about Yellow Jackets. <laughs> but i know it's big when george texts me about something it's an important piece of information that i need to know so immediately i watched it you know and of course thank you george george gordon (laughs) shout out thank you so much george gordon for bringing us all together (laughs) you can be our uh ring bearer Uh, yes absolutely he's welcome he's welcome and molly how about you um, well, I just honestly woke up one day and every smart, funny woman I had ever met in my entire life was talking about uh, yellow jackets. I think the official origin point might be our friend uh, Maggie Takudahal. I think she recommended it on Twitter one day um, and I kept meaning to watch it uh, until uh, you asked me and gave me an assignment and then I had to watch it. And now... <laughs> I'm hooked. I Until really a girl bullied you into being uh, on my podcast, which what is a beautiful thing. Bullying is necessary in this case. Yeah. Sorry. Especially yeah. for yeah, for a show about girl bullies and mm-hmm. the, you know, effectiveness beta- of it. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. the effectiveness and the betas <laughs> who love them. 
Mm. Um, I think is really the crux of this show. I had had a similar experience, I think months ago, a really good friend of mine in Cincinnati, which is where I'm from, her name is Caroline Stein, and she's the executive director of In Boca Performance. And Mm. she like sent me this text message about Yellow Jackets, look at it. And this was before this was before the show had she even aired. So frenzied, like she's got to get to this information to you. Well, you know, she's an Aries. It's really you know. Oh, that makes pretty, total yeah. sense. Um, so I I looked it up and I was like, oh my gosh, this cast! And then I promptly yeah. heard about it. And then uh, another mutual friend uh, of mine and Molly's, possibly also yours, Rebecca, comedian Allison mm. Nick. Um, mm. She just kind of kept talking mm. about it. She was like, I'm gonna watch Yellow Jackets. I was like, okay, great. And I initially thought it was that show, The Wilds, yes. that has been which kind of compared. Yeah, oh. which I have not seen yet, which I was also kind of sleeping on. And now mm-hmm. I want to go straight into The Wilds. Yeah, I only want to watch media about women mm-hmm. getting stranded in a plane crash. That's it. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. under <laughs> Girls and women, just get yeah. them into nature in not on their own terms, please. Exactly. Yeah, yeah for sure. So anyway, she started watching it and then I started watching it and mm-hmm. I was obsessed. I was thinking about it. Uh, I was dreaming about it. I've had actually a lot of <laughs> Me really too. Oh my God. Yellow Jackets dreams, which I feel like is such high praise. Absolutely. Yeah. I the used creators. to have Handmaid's Tale nightmares. Uh, so I'm, yeah. I'm excited to have a whole new kind of nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's a Molly good show Santa's if you wake up. New nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> You if you Raven. wake up in a cold sweat because of a show, like it's good. It's good. Absolutely. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I, I haven't been legitimately scared by a piece of horror media to the degree where I get a little creeped out when it's time to get up and go pee pee in the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been since Hereditary. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And this has given me like I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. Oh, like yeah. there's so many no moments way. in this show where it's like, so uh, unexpected. It's it really like and this this is like such high because I feel like I am such a bitch about shit like this where I'm like I'm one step ahead of you know like mm-hmm. I know who it is this show will keep you guessing in a way that is so I watch I mean I live on TV like my brain is just like a giant TV just like garbled information going in one ear out the, whatever but like uh, it's finally it, the it's future so, liberals want <laughs> that's right. it is honestly <laughs> but I so rarely have shows that really are so unexpected and creative and keep you guessing and are so patient with the way they lay out information. I want to talk a lot about casting too, because there's kind of a metaverse on all of it too, which is really Mm. interesting. We'll get there. This this show is, it's more than a meal. Honestly, Mm -hmm. it is like a Mm -hmm. prefix tasting menu. Fuck yeah. That you get a new version of every week. And then Mm. you go back and rewatch it. That's like the leftovers that are somehow better the next day. It is bananas. That's a great way. That's an incredible analogy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I mm-hmm. um, have watched a lot of Top Chef. So. Mm, same. Actually, that's funny. Same. We're going to dive right in here to what well, happens in the first episode. And there actually is quite a bit of Top Chef involved. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's more like chopped. It's like you get what you get and then you have to make something out of it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes that, sense. Yeah, because it's girls and women being stranded in a mm-hmm. plane crash. Uh, not sure. on their terms. No, this show will not make you hungry. Um, I'll say that for those of you who have not gone into it, there is a lot of food references, a lot of food imagery. There's a lot of food symbolism, but it will not make you hungry like a Top Chef. 
Mm. Yeah, okay. It won't make you hungry like Top Chef, but I honestly do think I've been eating more red meat. <laughs> I love that. That's, that's a, such a testament to your fandom. I makes, so love that. It makes me feel like a real Misty, which we won't get into in this episode. Oh, but I'm just yeah. like, oh, you would feel this way. Okay, so <laughs> the pilot, the first episode, um, I love all of the show descriptions on Showtime. Uh, I don't yes. know who the person is who's writing mm-hmm. these, but they are just mwah, chef's mm. kiss. So I good. Mean, On the eve of a fateful flight, a championship high school girls soccer team celebrates by betraying one another. (laughs) 25 years later, the survivors do their best imitations of well-adjusted people. (laughs) So much much fantasy. (laughs) Move over, baby shoes never worn. There's a new poet in town. That's right. That's right. We're going to need a think piece on the Showtime, like, blurb creators. Honestly. it, there's one and we're getting i mean the gossip girl one i think is like a running joke Gordon's mm-hmm. like rich hot teens have sex with each other <laughs> this is akin to that but like with more drama absolutely and this show does not skimp on the drama uh, this episode is written by the showrunners ashley lyle and bart nickerson who mm-hmm. you may know from narcos mexico and the originals mm-hmm. and it is directed by karen kusama who did girl fight jennifer's body and the yeah. invitation. I just found out she directed a bunch of episodes of Halt and Catch Fire. Which, oh. yeah, yeah, I am now very invested in that between this and Mackenzie Davis and Station Eleven. I'm like, give me that content. Mm. She's perfect. I think she's fabulous. Mackenzie, Mackenzie Davis. Davis. Yeah. Yeah. I, think she's I agree. Well, we should probably have a separate episode that has nothing to do with Yellow Jackets, where we're just like, Mackenzie Davis is so talented and funny and pretty. <laughs> mm-hmm. A bonus <laughs> episode, just a Mackenzie Davis love fest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I was going to ask too if you had watched Narcos at all. I I thought only like thirty year old white men watched Narcos. Like I don't know a woman who has watched that show. I watched a couple of episodes when okay. my twenty something brother was visiting me a while ago. Okay, okay. And I was like, oh, it's that guy from Game of Thrones, and then I never <laughs> thought about it again. Yeah, yeah. Which now I nothing has compelled me to watch Narcos until now, and now I'm like, well, I guess I got to watch that now. You know, look, it is a testament to people's talent, you know, like mm-hmm. people are just like, oh, let's, uh, let's get into this. Let's find yeah, them. Absolutely. absolutely. All right. So incredible opening. And I know Rebecca, you've done some TV mm. writing, so I would love to hear from you throughout this. Just how does yeah. this function as not oh only an episode of television, but as a pilot that sets the tone for the whole series. And then Molly, you're my favorite scaredy cat <laughs> who does not love a spoopy. So I would love to hear for you as somebody who doesn't consider herself a big horror fan on like Rebecca and I just sort of, how does this all hit you? And, you know, can you give recommendations to your fellow scary cats who may be (laughs) listening to this instead of watching because it's safer? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Rebecca can go first. (laughs) We've got a, we've got a brunette running through the snow. uh, Yes. Dressed appropriately at all. No, she's in like a slip. Um, She's it, wow, really, yeah. really failed the assignment today. No, yeah, very well, she's uh, not, not even, winter friendly, I'd not say. Not even wearing um, shoes, not even yeah, in the woods, being... lady. Yeah, <laughs> that is so funny because mm-hmm. to jump way ahead, I was watching this for the second time with a friend who is like very has to say like the wrong thing always. Mm-hmm. And there is a certain scene where uh, something is being consumed, and she goes, Huh, couldn't they just hunt? 
<laughs> Babe, I don't think honey, that's honey, right. honey, honey. No, sit down, sit down, put down the jerky. You're yeah. in for it. So um, how do you how do you know that's not what they were doing? Yeah, which saying that's like which is exactly like right. Home. You know, like and and oh god, from a TV perspective, a cold open like that where just like it starts in the middle of things, you don't even see what you don't even get. You get a payoff in kind of minute ways along the way, but I'm trying to make it just about the pilot. You don't get a payoff from this cold open in the pilot. You don't get a payoff for most of the series on what, where that is rooted in, which is so wonderful. It's like so in the action. It's so terrifying. You know, you get a sense and a good cold open, you get kind of a sense of the show about what you're, you expect from it. I mean, hopefully, and this might not be news to maybe people who are listening, but we get this unnamed young gr- woman, girl, running through the woods, scared for her life. She- not a girl, not yet a woman. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> as Brittany would say. Um, and and she she da- she falls into a trap, into a, a homemade trap. It's gory. It's very brutal. And we kind of get the beats of what happens next. I forget if it's in the cold open. I don't think so, but we get kind of the steps that happen after that. And it's actually, this is the runner, no pun intended Mm -hmm. through the Mm -hmm. whole episode. This is what ties everything together. Everything that's happening in the present, our present of 2021 and everything that's happening in the past 1996, Mm -hmm. which this is, we will find out. Um, This is, this is the narrative device. So all Mm -hmm. we see in this cold open She's running. We hear some panting. There's some creepy, like Blair Witchness mm-hmm. happening oh, yeah. around her. We and we see the symbol too. We see right, the symbol. The... There's this mm-hmm. symbol that oh. we don't know what it means. Yeah. Um, and she's running and running away. Maybe people are chasing her. Maybe not. It's very we hard don't see to anyone. tell. Well, we yeah. hear like and like quote unquote animal sounds and like what sounds like parcel tongue like in the background too there is like whispering too so, parcel um, tongue God, I really, it's I really miss, language from Harry Potter don't I worry I really oh. miss when they <laughs> taught parcel tongue in high school oh yeah, my god really being parcel tongue not sleeping with dudes you know all oh. the classics wow we went to very different high schools <laughs> <laughs> so the only other thing we see here she kind of stops to to cry and scream she takes off again immediately falls into this trap mm-hmm. um very most dangerous game mm-hmm. and Absolutely. then we see this figure come over in like a fur coat and a mask and they look the most to me like um, a Tuscan Raider from Star Wars <laughs> I was like what is this crossover I'm so confused <laughs> But it, th- there's something so chillingly inhuman. It's like if yeah. a Tuscan Raider fucked an Ewok and then the devil came on that embryo. That's what it all looks like. You just made my lady parts curl up and go bye-bye. Just like, <laughs> And if you don't get that reference, it's like a hairy carpet with like eye holes cut out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Rebecca, that's what I said. I'm going to keep up. I am not an expert at editing, but I think that this show is edited so beautifully because we get yeah. the voiceover to the next scene before we right even away. cut to it. And the next scene is this montage of a very watchful, beautiful woman uh, interviewing various people. We don't know who she is. She has kind of the look of a therapist mm-hmm. to me, almost. There's something very open about her face. And she's first talking to a woman smoking a cigarette drinking a glass of white wine during the day, AKA living the dream, 
Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. she's saying, oh, you know, that could have been me. I could have been on that plane. Mm-hmm. And then I'm so excited, Molly. Life. That's so exciting for you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so happy so, for your journey. So um, she asks then the, the woman who's speaking to the drinking woman, if she was close to any of the girls, we get cuts to a series of other people, a principal Brzezanski, Randy, mm-hmm. the manager of Lillian's Lair Gentleman's Club, and mm-hmm. then a a nameless and I think uh, retired irate trigonometry teacher. Yeah, has one yeah. Like, one of the character. contenders for like top five line readings in the whole series. Yeah, in some kind of luncheonette. I'm like, does do these places still exist anymore? Yeah. Eating Is this pudding an old buffet. Yeah, it, exactly. it looks like pudding to me. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, I think the old country buffet will survive the pandemic. I really do believe that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where there's what, a will. In what way? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> where there is an endless supply of ribs. Mm. Yeah, ribs <laughs> and jello. Just a mm. beautiful pairing. Delish. Yeah. <laughs> so after we get some answers, you know, people saying, oh, yeah, I was definitely very close or I wasn't. Mm-hmm. The trigonometry teacher tells us they didn't give a good goddamn about trigonometry. No. Uh, which, is she surprised by this? Yeah. Lady, we got bigger problems than this, okay? <laughs> Did you not see the cold open? Yeah, you know people are going to die. You, you know, maybe trigonometry is not at the top of our list of discussion points, but sure. That's how she lives. That's how this woman lives. I think it's a really good example, though, of how funny this show is. And I think that's something I don't hear talked about that much in relation mm-hmm. to this, but it is scary and it is gory and it is wonderful drama so far, but very funny. Minus yeah. one joke, which I'll talk about later. Okay. Ooh. But, yeah. Ooh. I'm intrigued to hear what joke did not fly for you. I, yeah. I think the talking heads, it's interesting because going back, I th- so this is a convention that they had very early and then they lost it. Um, and it doesn't do much for me to establish. I think they do such a good job of being suggestive about the time and place and really connect us to, you know, especially through music and through fashion. I'm not sure this is needed that much, although they do do a lot of jumping between time periods. Mm-hmm. I do think um, my assumption based on this in the next episode is that they produced the first two first mm-hmm. and then sold it and made changes. Mm-hmm. Um based on a couple other things like we do get a, a title sequence later also yeah. i want to say up front like if spoiler th- spoilery things happen that's okay like mm-hmm. it's aired and you know i'm not gonna be like oh my god why like yeah we've we all kind of, it's been in the ether too like you've been on totally. twitter like we're all we're all living in it's just yellow jackets world and we're all just living in it oh yeah you gotta just let it wash over you baby in whatever way it wants to it's capturing you you know misty has us all mm, in her basement absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I, delicious I heard... metaphor <laughs> literally it's meaty that's right. I want those chocolates. Um, I'm craving chocolates somehow. Um, anyway, this will everyone, you'll get there. These are all day. spoilers. <laughs> so the the final talking head is the principal saying, you know, he doesn't know what happened out there, but a lot, you know, and a lot of the kids that he sees come through his school, um, you know, they're they're like losers, but these girls were champions. And we mm-hmm. cut to a state final soccer game. Oh yeah. Sports. Um, a lot of things happened with a ball that I'm not going to get into because I don't understand them. You guys aren't um, here for that either. No, absolutely not. I mean, it's just... Let's uh, be real. You know. You want to hear about some sports plays? Check out <laughs> Friday Night Lights recaps. 
podcast. Even that is mostly like about men having feelings. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> so they they win. They win the game. And jubilant. They, they start chanting buzz, buzz, buzz. They helpfully mm-hmm. yell that we're going to nationals. Mm-hmm. And then we get our title card. Yellow mm-hmm. jackets. Yeah. Very Hell fun. Yeah. Very fun. I have to say too, in the pilot and the second episode without the intro, um, I like it much better. I feel like the intro where they, like I said before, like kind of are have a light touch in some of the stuff and it feels much more sophisticated. Yeah, I, I enjoyed these episodes much more, the the intro and kind of the momentum that they have in the beginning versus like cutting it with the Yeah, I find I cards. find the um the intro to be really successful almost as a piece of fan art. Mm-hmm. But it feels like I know that, you know, it's intentionally got like, oh, here's some clues or like some mm-hmm. things you might have missed. But I do find that as a piece of effective horror. Like, I don't want that. I want to just like, get right into it. I think totally the the only other show I can think of on TV that's explicitly horror that's making it work with a title sequence is Evil on Paramount Plus. Oh, I've not but, seen that. Okay. Oh, my gosh. It's so great. That's probably a whole other podcast. But um, that is Robert Michelle King, who did okay. The Good Fight and mm-hmm. before that, The Good Wife. Um, so they just start that sequence anytime they feel like it like there is no rhyme or reason Mm -hmm. to when it comes and it might happen in the first three minutes it might happen 30 minutes into the episode and I think it's such a great convention but one like this is so um loud yeah it's also like like prestige tv shit which I don't I don't buy I don't like like the everyone's trying to like yeah like summarize the you know major you know, symbols and, and make it seem cool and kind of edgy. Like I think about um, another show that I just, I just watched the flight attendant who does this too, in like a much less successful way than God, I'm trying to think of a successful one, but they just feel like a little like heavy handed to me, a little too cool for school. Anyway, we don't have that in this episode, so don't even worry about it. After we get the title card, the Smashing Pumpkins kick in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting some scenes of bucolic suburban New Jersey, home of Tony mm. Soprano, a uh, very wholesome <laughs> man who never killed anyone. Mm, no. And <laughs> God fearing. Absolutely. We see like a, a teenage boy and a teenage girl <laughs> are hooking up uh, as they do. And the girl. Vigorously. Oof, yeah. It's like. I wrote, I wrote sex. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Ha ha dry humping haha oh no moist humping oh god i can smell this hookup i can smell it he smells so bad uh, i need to go bad and she's sweating too exactly and she's got like bed bath and body like uh bath and body raspberry i just put bed bath and beyond and bath and body works into some major like master store for some reason honestly i'm sure it's already happening (laughs) i want it yeah. Oh, gross. Great. I can it's smell the, it's it now, too. It's the most uncomfortable finger blasting. Oh, yeah. And, and it goes on for so long. It's beautiful. I love the, the, the courage has, of the show. He has no idea. <laughs> he thinks he is crushing it. Yeah, when yeah. in fact, he's just crushing her pelvis. Yeah. She's going to have a total yeast infection or UTI oh, after this. God. For sure. Yeah. My favorite line is in the entire pilot <laughs> Is when he's done fingering her. Mm-hmm. He said, "You God, you're amazing." Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, she is that's just very not for the funny. reasons that he thinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely, exactly. Oh, so funny. 
And so, you know, she she finishes her penance and sure. fakes like, an orgasm. Watching the time. And uh, she's like, you can kind of see the relief on her face. And he just like pops up like a jack in the box. Mm-hmm. It's my turn. What? Exactly. Why? Oh my God. And great cut to her brushing oh, her teeth after it. Yes. Beautiful. And this is the show that, like, you know, with worse executives, they'd have to be like, well, you have to see him zipping up his pants and her going in. It's like, no, no, no. We, like, they'd never presume that we are not intelligent enough. Or even, like, because I think a lot of the audience were that, like, myself included, like, of that age. Like, we know exactly what's happening here. Mm -hmm. And it's disgusting. It was (laughs) a masterful cut. And I think that's another example of that light touch you're talking Mm -hmm. about and that trust you're talking about. They can leave, they can imply things. They don't have to, like, POV. Yeah, exactly. They're like, this is Yellow Jackets, the show for women who fuck. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Fuck. Well, we don't like a bad fuck. We'll tolerate it clearly, but. Well, we've all got to learn somehow. (laughs) That's right. And usually it's by being in pain. Mm -hmm. That's true. So Mm -hmm. much awkward, sweaty. Anyway. (laughs) So, um,. One thing I want to say about the music cues in this show, not mm. all of them are diegetic, i.e. like they're in the scene, the characters mm. are listening to the music oh. we're hearing, but a lot of them are, or yeah. they start out not diegetic and then they kind of like zoom back down That's to great. be diegetic. It's amazing. I love you it. so smart. I love that word. I didn't know that oh, word. Oh, thank you. It's it's a really good word. Big fan. Yeah. Big fan. Fun film world. And great. Yeah. The. The music in this is so artful, so of a time. I'm so I- impressed with the use of it overall. It's great. Where's the soundtrack? I want it. Uh, oh, there is not a the spooky on Spotify. Okay, good. Hopefully so not with like out. ominous girls' voices. Like they have no, like the satanic girls choir at some point. I'm like, yeah. I don't want that. Honestly, I want Shoop. <laughs> I would, I would like that just for like writing purposes. I like to listen to like really upsetting music with Ooh. like a lot of minor keys. So yeah. okay, okay. As Molly knows, I'm very dark and complicated. Um, <laughs> She is. Love it. So Jackie's brushing her teeth, and then we cut to another girl. Um, Oh, we found out this girl's name is Jackie because her boyfriend said it. He said, I fucking love you, Jackie. Mm, Mm -hmm. Find a better medium to express your love, sir. Yeah. And so somebody's (laughs) journaling in her car, listening to Liz Fair as she watches the guy sneak out of this huge, like, plantation style mansion. Yeah. And then. Jackie comes out, gets into the car, immediately is like mocking Liz Fair. Yeah. Which I was like, you had issues of Sassy Magazine in your room. What is wrong yeah, with you? Like, exactly. You worship her like the rest yeah, of us. Come on. Get in line. So um the her friend, whose name is Shauna, the driver, mm-hmm. asks, Why are you f- messing around with this Jeff guy? They agreed they would have no more distractions before nationals. They're both on the mm-hmm. soccer team, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, this would probably be obvious two people who watch the show but just in case we have some voyeurs here they mm-hmm. are on the soccer team <laughs> clarified <laughs> clarified anyway jackie has a whole plan about how she and jeff will be each other's first they'll lose their virginities mm-hmm. to each other it's very poetic she's already got a whole color scheme picked out for their <laughs> dorm room at rutgers mm-hmm. uh she says that it's pink and green which is very lily p lily pulitzer mm-hmm. <laughs> which honestly i was like really jackie you look so cool yeah she does seem she seems so cool sometimes and so just absolutely insufferable other times yeah i'm like that's just wait till cottage core hits, babe. Yeah, honey. Oh, wait. 
Yeah, that out of your actor <laughs> is so pretty, but also so weird looking. Like, yes. she's so she's just striking. I think is the way I would describe she, it. She's um, like, absolutely. What's up with your proportions? I the, can't the way. The actress is Ella Purnell, and she was in Miss Peregrine's Home for Weird Looking Kids or whatever that Checks was. The fuck Done. out. Casted. Yeah eponymous absolutely so um i was i was looking that up on imdb and i was like oh that mm-hmm. checks out that very that makes sense out. she also has a uh some strong christina ricci eyes though too. i thought yes this is I the metaverse that of this. she was the christina ricci absolutely which we'll, we'll get into sort of who christina ricci actually is but i was exactly. like wow of all the people who have a big role in this show christina ricci to me is like the marquee name for sure. And Jackie is like the marquee girl. She's absolutely got the boyfriend. She's got the look. She's got the flavor. Absolutely. She's got it going on. You know? Everything. Perfect life. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, we'll get to the point. I had theories that she's still, even after the reveal later, which again, I won't say too much until we get there. I still thought that was Christina Ricci. But there are oh, so many, there's yeah. so many batshit theories. Oh, I love like, it. We will, we'll get into wait. that when we I'm get so there. Um, Perfect. So, they're driving to school. They see a sign at this mm-hmm. local sub shop called Muriel's that says, mm-hmm. we're proud of our boys' varsity baseball. Go mm-hmm. Jackets! And it's like, fuck you. So they you. start, like, honking the horn, and Jackie's <laughs> like, we're And it's great. Like, I feel uh-huh. like, as a woman slash girl, you have to be undefeated to be cocky. Mm-hmm. You can never, ever, ever have made a mistake. Yeah, right. And for sure. these girls are riding high on that. They are the toast of the literal town. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even in that space, there's still somebody who's like cheering on the boys baseball. Who totally. Did not have an undefeated season. It was like 500 all season. I don't know what that means, but I think it's bad. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think it's like half <laughs> half of half of what you should be doing in, in a yeah. baseball. I'll Google that later. And I don't know if I will. I don't know if I will. This is uh, like Twitter also- scores. Like, hey, can somebody explain baseball? <laughs> yeah. We have, yeah, we can't deal with baseball right now because we're dealing with murders and yeah. Yeah. sacrifices and strandings and tragedy. And girl jerky. And girl jerky. Speaking of girl jerky. Uh- <laughs> Yes. This next cut is to <laughs> icon Melanie Linsky from uh, Ever After, Heavenly Creatures, uh, oh, a dozen other, after. like so many things. She's jerking uh, yep. it to pictures. Uh, of our queen her is teenage, jerking it. Yeah, she to pictures of her teenage daughter's boyfriend in her teenage daughter's room. And yeah. like, I was so mm. confused the first time I watched it. Mm. I was like. Are these pictures of that Jeff guy? Yeah, from that's what I was like, worried why about. Why did you have yeah. all of this? I thought that too. I yeah. thought that maybe she was in love with Jack, the Jackie character. I, yeah. There were a lot of things well, where it wasn't quite clear. Yeah. And um, yeah, I got to say though, this scene had to happen because it's not legally, it's not a prestige piece unless someone masturbates quietly. <laughs> I feel like that's a, that's a, you know how they have like specifications, like it can't be called the champagne unless it's from the champagne region. Yes, that's, yes. that's that. Absolutely. We absolutely check that box. Quietly masturbating. Yeah. But that. it has to be within five minutes of wildlife. Absolutely. Like it has to be, you have to make sure to, that has to happen uh-huh. as well. Um, so you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, luckily after she goes about the rest of her non-jerking in business, um, <laughs> she's out Some examining shit. the leaves in her garden. So here we yeah. are in nature. Exactly. Um, it's the same. Otherwise, woman. it's just sparkling drama. 
the the woman we saw questioning everybody asks if the issue with the garden is aphids, and uh, Melanie Linsky says that it's actually rabbits. This woman says that her name is Jessica Roberts, and she is a reporter from the mm-hmm. Star Ledger, Tony Soprano's very wholesome hometown newspaper. <laughs> and Melanie Linsky, as soon as she hears that she's a reporter and that she's called several times, like fuck off. Mm-mm. And uh, Jessica Roberts, who I will now be calling J Rob convinces mm-hmm. Shauna to just give her five minutes and if she doesn't like what she has to say she will leave her alone mm-hmm. and so she's putting away groceries inside and Jessica Roberts wants to know like what happened and so we get the first time this kind of canned response of the plane crashed a bunch of my friends died and the rest of us starved and scavenged and prayed for 19 months till they finally found us mm-hmm. so you've already come here knowing that there was this plane crash some of them survived. Now mm-hmm. we're getting all of these details on here's exactly how fucked we were. Yeah. yeah. And it's absolutely stunning. There's an Us Weekly with a feature called Little Girls Lost about the Yellow Jackets tragedy 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And uh, J-Rob is like, oh, I can offer you this like seven figure book advance and all your other surviving friends are doing it. And mm-hmm. um, we have found out by this point that her name is Shauna. Mm-hmm. and I believe that we figured out at this point she's the one who was driving the car. Um, I'm trying, I'm like trying to put yes, myself yes. back in my own shoes when I didn't know all of these characters better than some members of my own family. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think at this point we hear Shauna in the car and maybe then too. Also, mm-hmm. Shauna's flannel game throughout this whole series is just really on point. It really is. In present, in past. Like it's... She's wearing my uniform um, in so many different scenes, so I have to give her props and I think for that. It's such a great detail. The costuming on the show is incredible. Uh, there's a wet seal bubble ring that one of them is wearing that we'll get to too, which I'm like, I had that ring. Great. What's more butt that? cuts though. That's what I require. <laughs> oh my God. I missed wet for seal. season two. A note. <laughs> more butt cuts, <Yeah>. please. <laughs> um. So basically... Shauna curses out J-Rob as like, get out of my house. And J-Rob leaves her card anyway. Ever the optimist. Mm -hmm. For sure. As if people are still using cards in 2021. A non-COVID 2021 PS, which I appreciate. There is is no COVID. Yeah, there's no COVID on TV. I love this reality where they crash and a lot of them die, but we don't get COVID. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) That's what had to happen. (laughs) Alternate sliding doors. I would eat a lot of girl jerky to make that a reality. <laughs> Hell yeah. Honestly, just fucking go. Yeah. Serve me some well, human. I'm yeah. genuinely interested to hear you say that, Rebecca, because I feel like we're in an interesting time watching shows try to cope with COVID. Um, mm-hmm. Like I'm watching, uh, very happily watching, um, and just like that, the Sex and the City. Oh my uh, God. We could- and they're <sighs> really like, they are absolutely living in a non-covid new york but covid has happened has happened but it was only like two months long (laughs) it sure seems like i mean they are they refer to it a bunch and it's like covid kind of okay but i also kind of would rather my art just completely ignored it so i i'm i'm glad to hear you say that you were like yeah "Yeah, i'm glad we're all not here either we're so fatigued of COVID. It's so nice. And yeah, like ugh, the new Sex and the City is like, no sex for very little city. No, thanks. Um, but I'm still watching it. So that's a testament. Anyway, different show, different podcast. Yeah, look, every I could, pod- and I could every- do that podcast. If anybody <laughs> listening wants to do that podcast, your girl is single. Not really, but podcast single. So I'm ready to go. 
ready. Every Snap single podcast is really just a Russian nesting doll filled with mm-hmm. other podcasts. Mm. <laughs> mm. So uh, yeah. we then cut to a woman sitting in lotus position near the ocean. And mm-hmm. some guy comes out to tell her it's time for group. That's how we know that we're at a very fancy rehab facility. That's right. And this woman named Natalie is played by Juliette Lewis of Cape Fear, mm. National Lampoon, Woo-hoo. Natural Born Killers, and her band, Joanna Lick. Iconic. Yeah. Second Icon. billing only to Christina Ricci. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Just- I mean, both of them, like heavy hitters. Like so, so appreciative of both of their time and effort. Everyone, especially so many people in this are like acting the shit out of it and they are not alone. Everyone, the cast is so good. It's all, but it all feels, the whole vibe is so 90s indie film. Mm -hmm. As somebody, I'm a little bit younger than the characters, but like. It feels Same. so much like, you know, all of also these young. like random. Oh, look at us. Ooh. Okay. We still have a few more years. Yeah. Just before clinging society, to my 30s. Thank before you. Before society discards us. But it's just like the, the way that you would feel when watching, you know, something from, you know, Miramax before we all mm-hmm. knew, you know, whatever. But like they were, they were the shit back then. It's just got that feel. And I love it. It feels, it feels like I went to Blockbuster and like rented a VHS Oof. tape. That was yes. a big deal at Sundance. Absolutely. They and spend so much time. Sundance video, which still does exist. <laughs> Just Whoa. kidding. That's Suncoast, I realize. I realize now that's Suncoast. <laughs> I was like, oh, Robert Redford like branched out nope, into the tapes. Wow. I interrupted Rebecca for that joke. That's <laughs> no. a joke. So I apologize. That's not Please. Shine Theory. But I will, I will pour one out for Suncoast. I loved a Suncoast. Yeah. Yeah. King. Beautiful. Oh, a different time. And while she's meditating here, Juliette Lewis, she's remembering the bloody hair of someone, mm-hmm. presumably Pit Girl, being dragged along yeah. the snow. She gets hoisted by a rope around her ankles into a tree. Uh, there's three people in this scene just kind of covered in, in fur pelts. And mm-hmm. one of them um, slits her throat and the blood drains onto out. the snow. So oof. here's again, this is step two. Okay. Yeah. And that's what she remembers while she's meditating. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I'm more scared hearing you all talk about it than I was when I was watching. I don't know if my frame of mind is different, but hearing you describe what's going on, I'm like, "Ah, I don't like it. Is it because we're so cheerful and excited? (laughs) We're in good spirits about this tragedy. Uh, We're like, okay, what is great is that they are not wasting any part. Of yeah. the human animal. Sorry, okay. Blood on snow. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. It is gorgeous. Uh, the mise-en-scene. Yes. It's like what Penny Dreadful was like trying to do. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. It's like, the Nick but in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> the Nick but in the woods. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> so that's just a brief flash of this this. Uh, horrifying scene that only Molly is responding to appropriately at this moment. Absolutely. Uh, 100%. My unsung hero of this whole show is this angry-ass woman in the group at rehab. Being, I knew you like, would like her. Genuinely confused about what the appropriate response to somebody cutting a line at Jamba Juice is, if not misdemeanor assault. Like, yeah. I get it. I understand where she's coming from. <laughs> and... The group leader's like, okay, well, violence is never the answer. And I'm like, 
I'm like, also, how old are you, group leader? Yeah. This group leader is like a 22 year old model. And I'm like, he not seen shit. He just got out of med, not med school, the other one, uh, his master's program. You know, he's an MFT. He's like, I'm going to heal the world with Mm -hmm, my gentle male spirit. But uh, I'm still like, shut the fuck up, Sheehan Bradley Cooper. You don't know what totally. you're talking about. You weren't even born in 1996, sir. Get yeah. the fuck out. Respectfully, just, get the fuck out. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like the thesis of the show is that violence actually sometimes is the answer. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it's always the best answer, but it is yeah. an answer. It's an answer. It's an yeah. answer of many and choices. Natalie pipes up and says that you have to find a way to keep the tiger in the cage. And the group leader does what group leaders always do, which is like, oh, hey, why don't you tell us more about that? Mm-hmm. And apparently it's her last day at rehab. So she goes mm-hmm. off on this whole thing. She's like, oh, I thought that all my drinking and drugging and sexing was because of what sh- what I did out there. Mm-hmm. And there's like this young girl who's probably like 17. And she's like, oh, my God, you never even told us. What did you do? Yeah. Which is such a fun meta piece of this narrative because – we're recording this before the finale airs, and we still don't mm-hmm. know. We have no idea. We still don't know. Yeah. Oh, Which is like, probably um, the worst spoiler ever because throughout this – watching this, you're like, I know the next episode is going to give me more. And just it's just like this intermittent reinforcement of like, here's a little piece, but you don't get mm-hmm. as much as you think oh, you're going to get. It's, oh, I'm so excited. It's also, really John Bajuse is also very pissed off that she's not yeah. getting information too. Yeah. Actually, John Bajuse told her to shut up. Jamba Juice is oh, like, chill out, Ariana. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jamba Juice, I think. Jamba Juice is good by me now. Jamba, I'm like, don't you talk about Jamba Juice that way. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. The yeah. Justice for Jamba Juice. Yeah. No, she's like, calm down, child, woman, girl, and mm-hmm. let her speak. So we, just, we can say right now, if we ever call a woman girl, it's not pejorative. We're just mm-hmm. being expedient. I'm I'm just gonna say that on this pod because I mm-hmm. I've noticed us stumbling and oh because of, like the whole like don't call women girls and yeah, yeah. I uh, I think we have bigger fish to fry than semantics mm-hmm. certainly on this ridiculous podcast yeah. Well, yeah also a lot of the characters on this podcast have not progressed emotionally and mentally past mm-hmm. their go- girlhood so it's it's a blurred line. Which I think is the other thing with all of the costuming is like you see yes. that in each character. Like, Absolutely. Oh, you're stuck. It's like, how many band shirts do you own, Juliette Lewis? Like, do you mean the character or Juliette Lewis? Because I fully believe that she has like five. Probably both. Yeah, yeah, probably both. I want to see the like, whole collection. They were like, Can we just yeah, they're so soft. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She probably has somebody who launders them with care. Yeah, she didn't even change her eye makeup from 1996, as we learn. <laughs> no, I mean, like, that Drexler and Maybelline cannot be fucked with. Yeah, although it that did not get on any pillows, which I respect. Yeah. <laughs> so she says that she's lost her purpose, but now thanks to the fancy rehab, she's got her purpose back. So we cut back to 1996. Presumably young Natalie is drinking rot gut before school in front of the mm-hmm. liquor store with her two burnout male friends. I've decided mm-hmm. that they're my queer BFFs. These two are adorable. Oh, Would so watch cute. a spinoff. The tall Absolutely. one is wearing a Marilyn Manson shirt, so you understand oh. which click they're in. Absolutely. Um, and then the short, chubby one's cousin got them the stuff, uh, <laughs> presumably drugs. Ooh, drugs. yes. Yummy. Some jerks uh, drive up and, and yell at Natalie to show him her tits, and the chubby guy pulls up his shirt. Love it. I, I love, love it. it so much. They're friends. That's what an ally looks like, gentlemen. 
It is. (laughs) Also, Natalie's hair, Natalie's hair throughout this whole series is young. Natalie's hair is absolutely incredible Mm -hmm. on my, I, I wish I looked as good as her hair does on its worst day Uh in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like the the volume, the body, the roots don't ever come in apparently. Oh, the shadow. The other, the other like through line of this series to me is like when you see a friend you haven't seen in a long time, like oh my god, you look amazing, and they're like, mm-hmm. I stopped washing my hair. Yeah, <laughs> can't really. Like okay, I'm sure that's true. <laughs> um, anyway, so Nat throws the bottle of rot gut at the car, hits it, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then Good arm. they all they all run away. I would be so angry at my like jock burnout friend. Mm-hmm. who was like hey everybody let's run i'd be like no let him yeah. take me you're like, let him have bitch it. you're the champion soccer player yeah we're it's, just the yeah. burnouts we don't have it's, anything do, besides burnout i do improv bitch i can't <laughs> roll an athlete i'm, zip I'm on zap, stage my way out of this <laughs> I can, yeah, yeah that is a stage crew that's a way better read that person is in stage crew <laughs> they haven't even discovered improv yet what a beautiful thing they have, <laughs> they have yet to do a herald <laughs> Oh, oh man! Oh, the time in a young man's life before oh, he has connected A one to A two. <laughs> Del Close, it's are you listening? <laughs> he is. Um, he loves to listen to podcasts. Famously <laughs> loved when several women talked at once. Absolutely, so. absolutely gave their opinions. Um, I also want to give a shout out to these elite athletes for doing so much in the morning before school even starts. Mm. I could never. I could never. Jackie's out here banging. Uh, yeah. Nat is here getting wasted. I yeah. would like get up. I live right across the street from my high school, so like oh. I would get up at seven fifty, put on my mm-hmm. clothes, and run and make it like one second after the bell. For sure, I, I could never have this kind of planning. And like Nat's doing all of this while impaired. You know, yeah. she's under the influence for Absolutely. most of the time we see her. So for sure, way, oh. to, way to go young children in 1996 She's a prodigy <laughs> uh we get kind of a classic high school hallway mm. uh camera push mm-hmm. uh shoop by salt and peppa is playing uh, and they're all singing to it and it's such a moment that we have all had i think yeah living absolutely being age where you're you're singing you know you have one friend who knows the words more than you do maybe but like everyone's just like letting loose it's such like a anthem of girlhood and camaraderie it's such a i love that scene in the locker room it's mm. it's amazing and it it's such a quick snapshot and i feel like this episode will take longer than a lot of the subsequent ones because there's so much table setting happening here in terms yeah. of who everybody is and how they relate to one another but you get these little snapshots of each character um one character we get a snapshot of is Allie. oh i was just gonna say it's another example of that light touch because i really i understand the need for it but it it's a peeve of mine when a pilot is so expositiony with people saying like oh yeah her dad is rich and that's my brother oh Liz, like <laughs> um but this one is so it's so lovely and and artistic how we just slowly peel the onion on everybody and we know mm-hmm. exactly who they want us to think that they are at the mm-hmm. end of this episode. It's such a light, beautiful touch. Speaking of a light, beautiful touch, Jackie is painting a little jello jacket on a girl named Allie's face. Mm-hmm. And she is she's being kind of weird, and Jackie thinks that she's nervous because they're having a pep rally. And Jackie's called away to the coach's office and Allie continues talking to Van, who's played by Liv Hewson, who was Mm -hmm. in, I think, Santa Clarita Diet. She comes over to finish the yellow jacket 
on her cheek and Allie is complaining basically. And again, they don't even really like, ah, just the dialogue is so good. You guys, it's It's, it's really good. good. It's really good. She's really upset because she had this amazing dress. We inferred that she was talking about prom, you know, Van is older. I think she's like a junior or senior and Allie's a freshman. She's trying to be like, Oh, you know, you can wear your dress next year. And Allie just goes, you don't understand Van because nobody asked you. Ouch. Ah, you can't be a bitch to Van. You don't know what Van's about to go through. No. Anyway, <laughs> but like, so Allie like flounces off and the, uh, some more upperclassmen, Lottie, who's the one with the long dark hair. And then mm-hmm. Thaisa, who's played by Jasmine Savoy Brown from The Leftovers. I yeah. love her. As soon as She's... I realized this was her, I lost my mind. Lost Incredible. my whole mind. Incredible. She is so good in this. She's so good in this. She... She's talk about someone again who's acting the shit out of every line, just like mm-hmm. you can see it, and you can see like directorially too, like how much I, I she the airtime that she gets in these emotional moments are really powerful and wonderful yeah. through line. And I will say, I think unlike a lot of TV shows, I don't I don't know how old these actors are. They could be forty five, but they look like real teenagers. They I was just really really good. Yeah. In terms of like what one thing I found so funny, I I find height disparity really funny, but it really makes sense <laughs> to have all these people like in different stages of adolescence be so different. Yes, differently heighted. That's yes. not a word. But and then like different body types and their little faces are so cute. Like it yeah. is but they have this like scary womanness in mm-hmm. them too. They're just exquisitely cast. I completely agree. The, seeing the acne too, like these are teenagers and they're disgusting. Yeah. And we embrace that. Yes. Yes. The three here are complaining about Allie because she choked apparently when they were at states and uh, Tyson is like, mm, don't worry about Allie. It's not going to happen again. Tyson's going to take, mm, mm-hmm. take care of it. She's going to take care of it. Then we cut to Coach Martinez's office, and he explains to Jackie that be- he made her the team captain, not because she's good at soccer, but because she has influence. Mm-hmm. Um, I Even up to this point in the pilot, I'm like, I don't really see it, Coach. I think she's just hot, and that's why you need her. You're like, wow, I I feel like if I don't put this strange-looking child in a position of power, she's going to hex me. So, (laughs) um, And we see a picture of his family on his desk that's actually prominently played within the shot. Could it be important later? We'll find out. Hmm. Out at the pep rally, the boys' baseball team is not getting a whole lot of love. Everybody looks no. very bored. They um, shouldn't. Yeah, I mean they suck, as they we suck. have discussed. I and- I can't be- yeah I can't believe even the sign glorified them. I love that like for the most part everyone knows that the girls' soccer team is is the one to watch. I love because- that there's no real contention with that. No, and and you can see the change happen in mm-hmm. the crowd when they're brought out. Uh, by, I believe, Principal Brzezanski from mm-hmm. the opening scenes, brings him out. We see a young girl with glasses and a horrifying perm. The perm, perm to so end bad. all perms. Yeah. And she is just jumping up and down and screaming, buzz, buzz, buzz. They all run out in slow-mo to good vibrations uh, by Marky Mark and the fucking so much. Good. I uh, aged, I aged so 10 good. years just saying that out loud. It's I was like, so oh good. God. It feels so good, though, to hear that and to yeah. see them running. It's just like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. And they get up in front of everybody, and there's a lot of meaningful, possibly gay glancing. 
<laughs> like this scene is the scene that launched like dozens of ships. Everybody's like, oh. who's looking at who? Why yeah. are they looking at each other like that? So there's there's a lot of shippers who this is like ground zero for yeah. their ship. Absolutely. Yeah. I need to rewatch this scene because even watching it today, I was just like, oh yeah, I gotta go back and like see, yeah, see how the groundwork is laid, what's happening right here. And again, right. I mean, this, the show is so dense. It's like a fruitcake. Mm-hmm. So you, good. But you enjoy it. Yeah, but I enjoy it. I'm not made to eat it by family. It's yeah. good. <laughs> and speaking of, I noticed that one of the signs people had in the stands said, uh, we can smell your fear. Yes. Which I don't know if that is a thing a real yellow jacket does. If it's not, it is very ominous for a sign <laughs> someone made with supplies from Michael's. Um, There's a lot very of ominous. Scary. And I know it's on purpose, but it's just mm. like, hey, yeah, 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 aggressive. Okay, super fan, chill out, go to class. <laughs> I will say, I did read somewhere that apparently some species of yellow jackets do eat one another. So <gasps> something, something to keep in mind. Perfect. And then we come back to 2021, and Shauna's ironing and making fun of a trivia game contestant, another contender for a great mm-hmm. line reading. Oh, Linda, you dumb bitch. <laughs> so good. So good. And then a commercial comes up for Thaisa Turner for State Senate. Mm-hmm. And Shauna is so unsettled by this that she burns the shirt she's ironing. The lesson yeah. is don't iron. Who's out there iron. ironing still? Don't do it. Oh, my God. I know this woman has nothing to do but hunt rabbits and defrost meat, but you don't have to do that. She doesn't yeah. do that. Get a hobby. What is her I think, hobby? I think her hobby is jerking it in her dog's Jerking room. it. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty cool hobby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, we then do tried. a great cut to Taisa, adult Taisa and her wife, mm-hmm. Simone. They have a son named Sammy and their dog, Biscuit. They're all posing for the cover of Jersey Monthly. Again, going back to this motif with their costuming, reflecting how they're stuck in time. Thaisa seems more put together. She doesn't Mm -hmm. seem as much the same as her youthful self, but the top of her dress has a honeycomb motif. (gasps) So it's still there, you know? I love that. And even if she wasn't sending out those vibes... Mm-hmm. the photographer is more than happy to bring it all up. Um, she gets her wife, Simone, to loosen up. It's Poor adorable. Simone. She's Poor like, Simone. oh, you know, do you want to you want a shot of tequila? You want to have a quickie in the bathroom? Which is just like, mm-hmm. there's like some chemistry here. And I'm yeah. here for it. I'm like, oh my God, okay. Like, okay, at least one of the Yellow Jackets is gay, canonically. Yeah. So this is exciting. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, they're, they're kind of kissing and flirting and the photographer's like, oh, hey, here we go. Here's the shot. And then he's like going on about how Thaisa is such an inspiration, blah, blah, blah. She's the her queer home. Kamala, which I thought was funny to say, <laughs> but also. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh, it's so awkward. And you can see so her funny. face fall. Yeah. Um, and I believe that her eyes flash red here. It might be a trick of the camera. Mm, but I believe shit. that her eyes flash a little red. Um, the actress Tawny Cypress's eyes are like a very reddish brown color. Okay, uh, but anyway, I think I, I think that's true. I didn't take screenshots, but yeah. Um, so okay, that. so she's she's still being haunted. She also said in her commercial she wants to lead New Jersey out of the wilderness. So mm-hmm. she's in this weird place oh. where she's capitalizing on the past. I was just going to say that, yeah, haunted by it. 
True. She and, and also being aggressive about people. She's capitalizing on it, but is also very aggressive to people who want more information, even though Absolutely. that's part of her platform. So then we're we're back in 1996, as we often are. The yeah. upper class <laughs> players are arguing about whether or not they should freeze Allie out at nationals mm-hmm. so she can't choke during the game. And Thais is the only one who is really into this plan. Lottie is there. She's kind of waffling. Nat is against it. She says that Thais is being an asshole. Shauna comes up and, you know, she's just like, okay, like, yeah, Allie sucks, but I don't know that this is the thing to do. You know, Nat kind of storms off after Thaisa tells her she smells like a wino. Mm, fine, and she was even drinking wine. I know. Well, I yeah, what? Sh- mm, I don't know. It wasn't clear. What was, what what was in there? It, it was, was in there. her bag, so. Yeah, I guess it could have been a small, like a mini, like a liter Maybe she started with some Sutter home before she left the house. I hope it's bright blue. Whatever was in there, I hope it was a very bright color. Mad Dog 2020. Mad Dog baby. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Listen, folks, if you must drink, at least middle shelf. Middle shelf, please. <laughs> Do it for your liver. Um, we, we leave this scene. Shauna just tells Tyson, like, Jackie won't like it if they try to sideline Allie. We're straight into practice. The handsome man we saw in the hallway before comes out. His name is Coach Scott. He's standing next to the perm girl, whose name is Misty. She is their mm-hmm. equipment manager. The main coach, who we saw telling Jackie that she's an influencer, not in an Instagram way, is doing mm-hmm. a family thing. So they're going to play a scrimmage. And one of the girls raises her hand and asks, shouldn't they pray? <laughs> this blew my mm. mind as somebody who went to Catholic school my entire life. And we kept hearing all these stories about how you can't pray in public school. So I immediately like texted a friend of mine. I was like, what's going on? Are they allowed to do that? And she's like, relax. They can do it as long <laughs> as like the school isn't making them. I was like, okay. Okay. Checked out. I think I had the same thought as someone else on the team where it's just like, it's just a scrimmage. Yeah. Especially Coach, Coach Scott, like, he looks like he's maybe 22, 23. Yeah. Like, 25 at most. And it's like, okay, dude. Like, yeah. it is just a scrimmage. Uh, this character, Laura Lee, she's not swayed. She thinks Mm-mm. they need the love of Christ, mm-hmm. even for a scrimmage. So they pray. They start the game. It's JV versus varsity. I don't understand these distinctions. So yeah, hopefully you you're going to put a champion varsity team against uh, a far lesser JV team. Like I don't, I just, I don't understand. Okay. I don't understand the relationship between the two. Cause the JV, at least some of them go on the trip. Yeah. I think they're all oh, trips yeah. or something. Yeah, or anyway, like, uh, I'm really hoping that somebody comes on this podcast and explains to us. <laughs> please, please get a guest mm-hmm. that knows soccer. <laughs> I just beg be on you. Twitter, like, does anybody know about like adding the U.S. women's soccer team? Like, I know yeah. you're doing a bunch of stuff. So can you help us theater kids out? Yeah, tag them, At tag them all. Megan Rapinoe, have you yeah. seen Yellow Jackets? <laughs> you don't even need to see it. Just chime in when there's a soccer thing that yeah. we're waffling about. <laughs> uh, Allie is fucking things up again. Taisa decides she wants to play with the JV so she can go after Allie and put pressure mm-hmm. on her. And she tells Allie to step it up. Allie does step it up, which seems to make her more angry, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which I can relate to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't like when people step it up. Step I, it down. Yeah. I'm like, mm, okay, Allie. Mm-hmm. My whole point was that you suck. Yeah. Do you, do you have hidden, unsucky depths? <laughs> yeah. I don't like don't that make either. me wrong. Um, <laughs> so she then goes after Allie again when she's got the ball and... 
they collide and Thaisa runs into her and Allie's shin basically snaps in half. This was the most horrifying thing to me. Oh yeah. That had happened in a show where somebody fell into a pit of sharpened steak. Yeah. I was like, that's the JV violence of this show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh no. (laughs) And you, I mean, you can see the compound fracture. You can see the shin bone sticking out and it's only for a little bit. And we do get the score here very similar to the Satan's Girls Choir Mm -hmm. um, is playing under this game. Yeah, we definitely do. It's like another teenager watching them rip the leg off of a teammate. It's like that's that's our starting point. That's just in the pilot. Also, the the makeup. I want to say like special effects makeup people incredible on the show too. They already are doing an incredible job. It looks horrifying, very real, very believable. Mm -hmm. Along with the great acting, it's like, oh, God, I'm about to vomit, and I like it. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. I also really love the moment that comes after this where he goes, go to Bob's office. And Misty's like, is that the coach? I just think that's such a funny, real, like, teenager thing of, like, not really grown- realizing grownups have real names. Yeah. No, they don't. For sure. They're just... <laughs> When you become a coach for a high school soccer team, you change your name to coach. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Craig, T, Craig T. Nelson pioneered it. Now everybody does it. Everybody Absolutely. does it. You can't be seen also outside of any schools. Mm-mm, you can't no. have a second job, no, no. family. You exist if you, like if you leave school grounds, you dissolve mm-hmm. into a mist. Yeah. That's true. Accurate. <laughs> uh, notable here, uh, Misty, the equipment manager, tries to apply first aid, but everybody shoves her out of the way. So mean. And this is a huge turning point that mm-hmm. will be very important along the way that we see at the end of this episode, I believe, yeah. right? No, Kinda. second episode. Sorry, second guys. Episode. It's okay. Spoiler, Misty That's- does stuff. Back in the locker room, Jackie attempts to influence everyone. There she goes, the influencing. And it doesn't work out. Everybody's very mm-hmm. upset. Van says that she might throw up, also foreshadowing. Laura Lee putting a positive spin on things. The Lord works oh. in mysterious ways. <laughs> the Lord <laughs> tore this woman's leg apart. <laughs> Honestly, for the Lord, that's pretty tame. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've read his work yeah, and the sequels, <laughs> and she got off real easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nat is really upset. She punches a locker and leaves. She's blaming Taisa. I'm just gonna say, Jackie's a terrible leader. I'm not impressed. Bad leader. Very bad leader. leader. Again. I like. Oh, you like you like her leadership style? Yeah. Okay. All right. She's bouncy. I'll give her that. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the move she pulls later in the episode is a hundred percent out of the Molly Sanchez playbook. So I I I must stand. Unfortunately, is Xanax? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but it could be. You play your cards right. Hell yeah! Just get a little package. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the Xanax. Ooh. Uh, back in 2021, Shauna's daughter comes in, and Shauna wants to have a meaningful conversation, which to Shauna means talking about having meatloaf instead of chicken. Mm-hmm. And I would like to have a meaningful conversation also about this scene. Is um. I miss Snapple in a glass bottle more than I miss certain family members who are not with me anymore. I cannot find. They don't make it anymore? I think they just make plastic. I think you're right. It's not the same. It isn't. I need that cold glass. The way that if you cut me open in the 90s, I would have been half lemon Mm. or peach Snapple at any given moment. Mango madness. (laughs) Have you tried eBay? 
Oh my God. Now I'm at the stage in the pandemic where I'm buying old yes. Snapples. I honestly, think that's a welfare check. I think they send someone to check on me. And like, honestly, is- I need it. An ad break for Brett Michaels Traparaca Snapple, which is still in circulation from Apprentice from 2008 and is delicious and Snapple can do no wrong in my eyes. Oh, I love Snapple. <laughs> Let's just go around and say our favorite flavors. Rebecca, I think you said yours. Traparaca, <laughs> bought it on Amazon. It's very expensive. <laughs> I'm extremely basic. I just like lemon iced tea, like lemon soda snapple. Delicious. Oh, uh, RIP to yeah. the real king that we wow. lost. <laughs> to be clear, the podcast is not sponsored by Snapple, but we are open Yet. to that. You should be. Absolutely. <laughs> Yet. I was a switch between lemon and peach Snapple, but my mm. mom also used to buy the variety pack with lemon, peach, and raspberry. So I dabbled Ooh. in raspberry. That's so good. But yeah. Fuck, I can so taste good. it. Oh, oh my God. I know. I want a peach iced tea right now. This is Damn. incredible. Mm. Does anybody want a little break for a little iced tea? I don't Just have any. There's nothing there. I have any. Okay, I have so kombucha. It's not the same. The, the official blood hive care package is just snapple in a glass jar and xanax perfect oh yes yes please yes please but i also want to say this daughter is such an asshole like every fucking minute i see her on the screen i want to strangle her like i just every there's no redeeming qualities about this young woman at all okay unpopular opinion Uh (laughs) in the pilot at least I have no beef with her. I have no problem with Callie. If I was, what, 15, 16, and my mom was like, hey, do you want to like have a sad hang with me and my meatloaf on a Friday? Where like, I just, I feel like Shauna does not know what the days are. Period. (laughs) And she's just like, yeah, like, let's watch a movie. Like, you can't just expect your teenager to have no plans. Haha, ha, yeah, that would be weird. Haha, no, ha, yeah. She's like an asshole cool. about it. She's such an asshole about every line okay. that comes out of her mouth. I don't think she's that much of an asshole oh. in this scene. I also may be biased because I really like her sweater in this scene. Oh, yes, she has a great um, sweater in the scene. I remember that. She's got some great crop top sweaters yeah. going on. I'm, in the very, whole I'm very shallow. What she lacks in personality, she makes up for in sweaters. Just yeah. know that as you watch. Yeah, yeah it's like Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's a lovely man. Uh, apparently, Shauna's husband. I had just assumed she was a single mom for some reason. She gives off single she mom just, energy. Yeah, so, sure. So yeah, no not, man to be found. No. And um, anyway, she says her husband, who apparently exists, is dealing mm-hmm. with some inventory database problems, which don't sound at all made up as somebody who used to work in retail. Mm-hmm. It's really not a thing. <laughs> Callie's boyfriend, Kyle, comes in. He tells Mrs. S. <laughs> That she's looking fine tonight. And I'm like, don't Ooh. encourage her, Oh, Kyle. yeah. More get-off material. <laughs> Keep going, Kyle. everyone's privacy <laughs> in a weird way that I yeah. kind of support as a feminist, but ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Callie leaves and says that she loves her mom. But when Shauna says it back, it really sounds like she's saying, fuck you. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. love you. Yeah. <laughs> maybe i just empathize with her so much it's like yeah you don't see a lot of mother-daughter relationships where they just really just fucking hate each other yeah and there's nothing to be done and i (laughs) i appreciate that i don't know i have no reason to like callie i would say i'm ambivalent on her i just i don't have an issue with her behavior in this episode specifically (laughs) that's fair 
That's fair. And the sweaters were very cute. So, yeah. <laughs> Draw. Back in 1996, <laughs> Shauna's trying on outfits in her weird attic bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has a, it has a Want light it. bright that says, fuck you, which is so oh. what I would have done. Oh, my really. God. And they're all going to a party because it's tradition. I don't know what the tradition mm-hmm. is exactly. Um, like, how often does the girls' soccer team go to nationals? Is that Oh, that's deal? a good question. Or, I yeah. know. You're right. It Maybe it's just a- this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who went to a lot of bonfire parties growing up in rural Wisconsin, I would say tradition is probably like a couple times a week. Oh. <laughs> Shauna, it's Thursday. <laughs> it's tradition. Well, that's so interesting. Tradition, baby. That's so interesting because this year is or this last couple months is really driving home for me uh, how few woods parties I ever went to, which mm-hmm. is zero, to be honest. Whoa. I did grow up in Southern California and I was a dork, but still, I feel like I missed out on a huge experience having never gone to a woods party. I did too. Anytime there's a kegger, I'm like, mm-hmm. I just didn't know those people. Me neither. I'm always I... like, how would you even go about this? See, because <laughs> I was the kid you. who would have said to Shauna, like, oh, Asha Meatloaf, and can we watch Joan of Arcadia later? Cool. <laughs> Tell me secrets you shouldn't be telling your kid. <laughs> oh That's God. the kind of daughter I was, so I okay. was never a Woods party. <sighs> I love Petition. that. Petition to replace <laughs> Callie with Molly Sanchez. Absolutely. I think Shauna would be really happy about that. You would that. make such an incredible daughter to Shauna. I know this. I know Thank this. You, so you would be Thank there you. for her. You'd have her back. You'd yeah. eat all of her rabbit, frozen uh, meat. You, no, you would never care. make fun of her ceramic bunnies. You'd be like, this yeah. is my favorite one. Yeah. Yes. I'd name them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. So um, there's a whole thing. Oh, God. The the Jackie and Shauna relationship just feels so lived in to me. <sighs> yes. In that yeah. I have lived in it. And... <gasps> I guess some guy named Randy, uh, who I believe mm-hmm. is Randy from uh, the opening scene, uh, who was yes. in the Gentleman's Club. Yes. Uh, Randy oh. Walsh is asking about mm-hmm. Shauna, like, in a, like, does she want to also be poorly finger blasted by me? Exactly. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Shauna's offended that, that Jackie would think that she might be mm-hmm. interested in this guy. Mm-hmm. And Shauna keeps trying on, like, these, like, button, like, black button down oh shirts. God. I thought it's cute. Jackie I love them. Jackie keeps being like, her outfits are so cute. And then Jackie's so like, cute. just wear the red boob dress I got you. And it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. okay, Jackie, what's going mm-hmm. on with you? Exactly. Although I so, like Jackie's crushed red velvet. She's got some crushed mm-hmm. velvet happening mm-hmm. in here, which I really appreciate. But yeah, the, mm-hmm. the double button down, button down shirt, button down skirt yeah. in this scene is so Very fucking cool. cute. Now, gang, I know you've been waiting. This is the joke I don't like. <gasps> I think it's dumb to end the scene on he asked who invented the pope because i don't think that's funny i don't think it leaves the scene with enough like punch to be the last joke and i don't think that that notion is funny so what i imagine is somebody in the writer's room had a dipshit friend who asked that and they're like this one i have to i promised joshua feeney i would put this joke in a tv (laughs) show if i ever wrote a tv show so this one's for you jay fiends yeah Um, because other than that it's a bad punch to end the scene on like the escalator joke is almost the stronger joke Mm -hmm. and so i almost wish if you had to have it you would flip it but then honestly i would still be stuck on the pope one because i would be like what I know. does this even mean? Exactly. All you need yeah. is something illustrating he's dumb. And it's like, oh, it's a world, it's a universe of jokes that could be made in that so vein. So many. 
Uh, Del Close, if you're listening, let us know. Would you yes and that joke? Um, no, and also the answer is St. Peter. St. Peter invented the Pope. <laughs> yeah. Jesus said, simple. Peter, you are the rock on which I will build my church. Bing, bang, boom. Done. <laughs> we do also get the detail that Shauna tried to be Catholic for a while because the saints oh. were so tragic. I thought um, you'd relate to that. <laughs> I did relate to that, but I was born into it. So I was just like, oh my God. It's like me, Sylvia Plath, and St. Dymphna. We are so complicated. St. <laughs> Dymphna, no. <laughs> I'm so sad that you can cut this out, but I'm so sad you never ended up doing your Catholic podcast because I was so ready to learn from you. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, do if it. This, if this pandemic continues, who knows how many podcasts I will make. <laughs> please please let us out if you don't we won't be responsible for the podcast we create everybody put on a mask like we're already at critical mass in terms of podcasts we really are no we need more we need more (laughs) and we need them about catholicism Ah, this june needs some catholic knowledge dropped on me oh that is so thank you so much i feel like uh i feel like i don't hear that enough and i'm always like talking to my jewish friends like tell me more about the mezuzah no i'm so Ah. over mezuzim oh my god i need some catholics i need some reliquaries i need some cool art it is look spoiler alert it's really messed up and if you like cannibalism boy howdy (laughs) if you like yellow jackets have you considered catholicism (laughs) (laughs) or snapple Exactly. Your sponsors are going to be your other Catholic podcast and Snapple. We're going to get a cease and desist from Snapple. Fruitopia is going to be like, okay, where am I? (laughs) Dead in a ditch. You're not brisk enough. Snapple does not condone teenage cannibalism, women jerking off to their daughter's boyfriends, or mocking the Catholic Church. Hmm. I have no idea if this is an accurate depiction of a of a drinking party in the woods, but Rebecca, nope, I'm hearing that it is. I'm going to plan your podcast uh, party, your yes. your uh, release party, and it's going to be a bonfire in the woods of Griffith Park. <laughs> yes, <laughs> really Perfect. legit. Um, okay, okay. There's going to be keg keggers there because most people have trucks, so you can bring kegs pretty easily to the woods. Oh. You need, I mean, to do Molly in the woods is not that feels not right to me you don't really do like a party rave drug in the woods you do a lot of you, a lot of smoking menthols marlboros a lot or of beer. out of an apple i love yeah that scene. Smoking out of an I've apple absolutely absolutely i've, I've been done there that many oh. a time absolutely <laughs> and yeah everyone's just kind of shit-faced everclear which is now illegal in a lot of states mm. that was drank a lot at those parties and you this just get cold like a, this feels like something we could tack on at like a universal <laughs> studios yeah like, oh, the yellow yeah. jackets experience oh yeah <laughs> exactly exactly you get spattered with blood around every turn <laughs> it's, it's a wild ride there's a fuselage they actually already have a fuselage at uh universal studios they do so they, they're that. not using we purpose it. It. We just Perfect. Save some money. Some calls. I'm gonna set some meetings. Okay. Please do. (laughs) So, at at the the party, which we've just described in great detail, um, Jackie's trying to make Sean dance with her. Sean seems kind of off. She's not really Mm -hmm. into what Jackie's doing. Nat's chubby friend shows up with LSD and says Mm -hmm. he's got Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Oh yeah. And Marilyn Manson guy is like, that is the least efficient way of saying. Mm -hmm. Molly, I, I feel like those guys are you and me somehow in like an Aww. alternate universe. 
Oh, I did think that those would have been the people that I would have been like friends with. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> so oh, I love them. And uh, Nat is so excited. And then the tall one is like, dude, don't you go to the Olympics or whatever tomorrow? <laughs> Which <laughs> notably, is a comedy. notably, this is 1996. The Olympics were in Atlanta this year. Oh, um, I was looking up what okay. are things that happened in 1996 okay, that kind okay. of rhyme with yeah. what's going is, on here. Is this the Richard Jewell Olympics? Yeah, the Richard Jewell and the um, the Carrie Strug. So they're going to oh, yeah. miss a lot. Ooh, yeah, they're, they're not bad there news. for that. Bad news, everybody. Um, also it. going on at this time, I clock this pilot as happening around May. And mm-hmm. that is the same time that the Mount Everest climbing disaster happened. Oh, yeah. Um, that oh, the I book Into Thin Air is based on. And mm-hmm. then, then oh. there also was um, that value jet plane that caught on fire yeah. and like tanked them value as an jet. airline. Mm-hmm. So Holy just, shit. again, maybe coincidental, but it's like these are some things that were very zeitgeisty in May of 1996. Interesting. Oh, my God. These guys never even got to see Titanic in the theaters. Don't even get me started on all of the classics that they missed. That's oh Jackie's the movie tragedy. list. Oh. oh, I know. We got to talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so back in 2021, Natalie's smoking outside of rehab. She gets in a cab. She wants to know from the cab driver if he's picked up a lot of people who want to go straight from rehab to a bar. Mm-hmm. And he is just like, do you want to go to a bar? And she's like, no, I'm going to LAX to catch a red eye, which is not what he asked. I also just want to point out that there are bars at LAX. So yeah. <laughs> don't act like you're better than me, Matt. Mm-hmm. Two birds, one stone. Exactly. Also, I like how she's like, you have to keep the tiger in the in the cage, but she doesn't do that at all. No. <laughs> like She lets that tiger loose and more, wreak havoc. More terrifyingly, she thinks this is keeping the tiger Ooh, in the cage. Yeah, great Ooh. point. Like, this is this is her at like a six. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. That's terrifying. She's like, wow, I've really figured out a healthy way to channel my rage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, back at the party, Sean is drinking while Randy Walsh does a bunch of dumb shit in the background. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a Pearl Jam <laughs> shirt, which feels appropriate. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, hell yeah. Right? Like, it's just, uh, like, oh, it's not actually a cool band, but. Yeah. It's pretty mainstream for then, and yeah. you want to be cool. I know, because exactly. I had one for sure. <laughs> and uh, Jackie is dancing with Jeff. Miss World by Hole is playing. Mm-hmm. Love, love Hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Shauna goes over to the keg where Thaisa is and confronts her. She basically is like, you injured Allie on purpose. You're a sociopath. Thaisa's like, you're wasted. And they basically are, like, getting into a physical altercation when Randy helpfully yells, cat fight! Mm-hmm. Um, which apparently is the bat signal for Jackie. She's like, oh, yeah. no, a chance to use my influence. Exactly. <laughs> and she she rounds everybody up and, and marches them into some other part of the woods. I got mm-hmm. real love for Van, who stopped to get one more squirt of beer before she went. <laughs> God yeah. bless Van. I would do that. One of my favorite characters is in the show. so amazing. I love <sighs> her so much. Oh um, my god. Yeah. I, I'm a little surprised that Laura Lee is at this party. Me I was too. thinking that too. But, Team Spirit, but she would never be there. And again, I think the tradition is just the day of the week and not that they're going to nationals. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, yeah, whatever. Maybe. It's convenient that she's there. Honestly, this show can take whatever narrative shortcuts it wants. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime people on Twitter or Reddit are like complaining about this took me out of it. I didn't like that. I'm like, 
la 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 don't you ever say anything about yeah. my sweet little baby cannibals absolutely and also every time i do have that complaint it surprises me and it isn't that way like every time i'm like oh i know my brain is going there it's like no no no, no. it's going a totally different direction it's going to yeah. pay off just wait be patient no exactly and most of the time it does um <laughs> the next this next scene is what i was referring to yes. when i said this is a me move and i was it was so funny because right before she starts the thing where you have to go along the line and say something nice about everybody right before she's she starts that i was like huh you know this show is really interesting because i never played sports but i did go to girl scout camp a lot and then they <laughs> roast the shit out of her yeah <laughs> comparing it to girl scout camp i'm like oh so good (laughs) so good so so jackie's brilliant idea is that everybody go down the line and say something true and really nice to each member of the team Mm -hmm. there's actually no real rhyme or reason to this exercise she like stops before she gets to lottie and shauna and they all just kind of branch off and i'm like oh this is why you have no influence but it ends with shauna coming up to jackie and jackie's like are we okay Mm-hmm. And Shauna's like, well, you didn't say anything nice about me. And Jackie proceeds to not say anything nice Mm-mm. to Shauna. It's Mm-mm. just like, you have terrible taste in music. It hurts my heart. Um, but apparently <laughs> she's Jesus. the only one who has always been there for her because mm-hmm. uh, they're in an emotionally abusive relationship. I was going to say this is a friendship that has only lasted the test of time. These mm-hmm. people, if they met in high school at this point, would probably not be friends. But we mm. have established they are longtime friends and have kind of grown apart. And their relationship is so rich in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, Shauna wore the red boob dress, by the way. She did. She sure I will did. Yeah. If, if we're talking about shipping stuff, these are my guys. Yeah. There's a lot of speculation about yeah. Jackie's interest in Shauna specifically. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, oh, I feel like the opposite is true. Like this whole episode, I was Look, like, I think, I think Shauna is lusting after her. And I'm I'm watching this through the eyes of like someone who's going through tough friendship stuff right now. So mm-hmm. maybe I'm a little more sensitive to it than I would normally be. But I it was I could see what felt to me like Shauna pining over Jackie this mm-hmm. whole episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what makes what happens later kind of surprising to me personally. But yeah, that was what was I was reading from this. I have, I have so many thoughts. Uh, we'll yeah. get there when okay. we get there. Uh, we get PJ Harvey's Down by the Water kicking in, which is kind this of... This is a great song. It's a great mm-hmm. song, but it's also terrifying on its own. Yes. Yeah, And absolutely. it's playing as the LSD kicks in. Actually, the Ooh. LSD kicked in during their little exercise when Nat told Char- uh, Lottie that she liked her pilgrim hat. And it was yes. Her hair. Yeah. It's like, and um, they're next to the bonfire. They're like watching the bonfire. Uh, Nat hallucinates Misty at the edge of the woods. Unclear if she's there or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we start cutting back and forth from Nat's <sighs> POV to somebody carving up mystery meat that's a mm-hmm. roasting on a different fire. So we've moved yes. on to honestly, probably step six of this process. I think they've moved it along <laughs> we we missed the like sear mm-hmm. and the, the seasoning yeah. the deboning I was, I, the sous fleshing yeah. i was thinking more of the the entrails coming out but uh-huh. yours are a lot more appetizing so <laughs> yeah oh we also get our first flash of what i've been calling judge's table mm-hmm. um which is <laughs> just, amazing 
uh, a Padma group of people. Yes. Oh, she would crush it. You know that her oh. forest chic, her cannibal oh chic. Oh my would god! Be... So many brambles. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, so good. <laughs> so there's there's seven people sitting at this fire, and this was such a friggin' shocker. The oh, first incredible! Time I saw it because we've already kind of seen these strange outfits, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's this beautiful build where it's yeah. like, oh. This one person looks almost extraterrestrial. Yeah. And you're like, wait, we're very clearly like on Earth in the woods. And then it's like, oh no, they have a whole subculture that they True. Yeah. This doesn't seem at all terrifying. Yeah. The tableau is so nuts. And they tease it in a way where when you see it all together, the full impact is like, oh my God, holy shit, what are these girls going to go through? Did anybody count how many? Because I I tried to, but I also can't. There's seven seated. (laughs) Okay. Um, again, go on Reddit. We'll probably get into this more later, but this is like <laughs> the thing. This is like the this is more of a mystery than what happened to them. Is shut the front door. Who, who are these? We're the seven. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm getting chills. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a good show, but it's now so I'm good. getting scared. Yeah. I wasn't scared. <laughs> it's at, terrifying. Aww. I was scared zero percent when I watched it. No. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Back in 1996, Jeff drove Shauna and Jackie to the party and Jackie insists that Jeff drop her off before Shauna because of her curfew. And Shauna's like, I also mm-hmm. have a curfew. And Jackie's like, yeah, I literally don't care about you. Mm-hmm. And exactly. uh, once she leaves, like Jackie kind of does like a slow-mo, like looking back at Shauna in the car thing. Mm-hmm. And then when they drive off, Shauna tells Jeff to pull over. And I'm like, yeah. what? what the hell's going on? He does such a, like, 16-year-old boy thing. Yeah. Like, Don't puke in my car. Love that. So true. And he's like, shit, 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 shit. And then gets blindsided. Yeah, because <laughs> what actually is going on is Shauna starts to make out with him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. And yeah. then he says, I thought we weren't doing this. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It Ooh, falls it into place. It yeah. falls into place why she was like, are you sure Jeff's a virgin? And yes. also why mm-hmm. she made a face when mm-hmm. Jackie assumed that she was a virgin in that car scene earlier. Yeah, Ooh. absolutely. And oh my gosh, uh, it changes the story behind because Jeff looked straight at her when mm-hmm. he came out of Jackie's window and left. Yeah, and it totally changes the story of this one. Absolutely, it changes Mm. the entire friendship Mm -hmm. between Jackie and Shauna. Shauna then is like, "Well, they're not being safe because she says that if he comes inside of her, (laughs) she will raise the baby out of spite and train it to become a killing machine that eventually hunts you down." I love that. Which actually, like, like that's not an effective form of birth control. No, what? Uh. The Catholic Church will tell you. Uh, There's okay. the rhythm method. That one's the blues method. That's we don't right. too much. Too much. In this whole sequence of really disturbing new information, to me, the most disturbing thing that happens is that she tells him to say he loves her. Yeah. Yeah. But she won't hold him to it. And I'm like, does she mm-hmm. want to be with Jackie, but she can't be with Jackie? Yeah. So she's that's... doing a transference thing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Ah, it's so hard because it's like they their sex too is really passion. It's the it's the first it's... impassioned uh sexual act we've seen, which is not like we've seen a ton, but it's like, oh my god, okay, yeah, they're 
like this is hot. Like they're both enjoying this. It feels much more natural, much more, yeah, like teenage frenzied. They're not listening to the Smashing Pumpkins, which I feel like can only improve things. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> which I think I might be wrong. I think that that's the only needle drop we get in this episode with a male lead singer. I am more than willing to be wrong about that, but I think that that might be true. Yeah, I'm trying to think through, but even I mean, ugh, yeah. Yeah. The music anyway. is great. I'll forgive one male singer, just one. <laughs> Don't let it happen again. Yeah. Watching <laughs> you. <laughs> Back in 2021, um, Shauna sees the rabbit in her garden and very dispassionately kills it with a shovel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Presumably beheads it with a shovel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Business as usual for her. She's got a splash of blood on her hand. NBD, she washes it off, grabs J-Rob's card. Walks back mm-hmm. to her bedroom. As she walks back to her bedroom, we see the pictures on her wall. She married Jeff. Jeff yes. is her man now. Jeff is so. her husband. There is a picture, in case you had any doubt, of the teen yeah. actors cutting a wedding cake. Mm-hmm. You see a picture of them as like a more mature family with Callie. Yep. Yes. I couldn't believe it because this then I was like, well, what happened to Jackie? Mm-hmm. W- worth it to mention that at this point we've seen Jackie wearing the heart necklace that the corpse wears mm-hmm. in the opening scene yes. at this point so. and mm-hmm. also I can't believe I didn't even say that because that is also the other like central mystery is like who is that girl in the pit mm-hmm. who is that person yeah. she gets into this safe that's in her closet she pulls out a bunch of stuff she gets a burner phone out dials a number and is like we need to talk mm-hmm and then we cut to the song Never Tear Us Apart by Paloma Faith. And we're getting kind of the the aftermath of the party. Somebody changed the sign of Muriel's to mm-hmm. We're Proud Our Boys Jacket, which is <laughs> A plus. Great. Absolutely. Beautiful. Excellent hooligan behavior. <laughs> well done. Yeah. And then we see a montage of everybody packing, getting ready for the trip. Jackie's wearing a shirt with th- uh, three butterflies mm-hmm. on it, which I bring up. Because that is a motif in the costuming for her and Shauna through the rest of the show. Um, Nat smokes a cigarette in a trailer. I'm I'm waiting for this. I feel like having Nat live in a trailer feels a little lazy in terms of storytelling. Oh, this is my one bone to pick where it feels just a little like to have the lower income, uh, you know, alcohol and like kind of burn out high schooler mm-hmm. become the addict it, i don't know it feels like a little on the nose to yeah, me it's very sean hunter and boy meets world mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man <laughs> you just took me all the way back chat mm-hmm. okay. so many flannels <laughs> and the other thing i'll say about nat is that what i've seen in a lot of the you know recaps and reviews and other critical responses people calling nat a rebel which I think mm. is incorrect. Like, mm-hmm. we have so much more to get through, and there's plenty of time to talk about this in future episodes. But it's just like, she's actually somebody who's processing complex trauma before this crash. And she's not drinking because she's so rebellious. She is in pain. Mm. And just because someone acts out, just because they're abusing drugs and alcohol, doesn't make them a rebel. We have these... um archetypes in our head for this character and i think the show does such a great job interrogating them with the other adult characters that we see Mm -hmm. so having her 
just kind of ticking these boxes like oh she smokes she drinks she drops mm-hmm. acid she lives in a trailer bing bang exactly boom. exactly it's like she's got different she's got dyed hair too yeah. it just she feels like a little like um that being said i think she's an incredible character very complicated and also as we move on she she's not this like you know talented girl who is from a bad part of town she's she's a bad person too like she mm-hmm. has her faults and flaws she's not like this star athlete that like should have been born in a different family or something. Yeah. We see Laura Lee praying in front of a picture of Jesus. Lottie is taking an antipsychotic from a maid in a giant mm-hmm. empty dining room, which is yeah. chilling to me. Oof. Yeah, Lottie is giving off real vibes of like uh, Carla Guinguino's character in uh, Troop Beverly Hills in that Ooh. like very absent yeah. parent. Jodapers. But- yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Very jawed purse um, energy, I would say. Mm-hmm. We also get Van waking up her passed out mom, presumably an alcoholic or addict yeah. uh, of some sort. Or she just sleepy. She has to slap her to get her yeah. to drive her to school. A lot. Uh, most upsetting is Misty watching a rat drowning in her pool. Yikes. With yeah, a very three. unreadable. I find her expression unreadable. Like, I think she's mm. fascinated, but I'm like, are mm-hmm. you happy? Are you sad? Mm-hmm. do you want to save the rat what do you want to do with that rat yeah you guys this show is scary on lots of levels yeah has anyone read that oh. and misty's reactions to things are is so terrible like she is without hesitation wanting to be involved in whatever is happening be it a hug or a murder you know like mm-hmm. she just wants to be there yeah it's or, same. or a rat um trying to break the record of mm-hmm. how long oh. it takes a rat to drown <laughs> yeah, long time. Uh, we see Taisa. <laughs> Taisa's leaving, and her mom's like, Oh, I'll give you a ride. She's like, No, 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 I already got a ride. And we hear her dad tell her that the most important thing is to have fun, and she kind of rolls her eyes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I love you. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's not true, Dad. Uh, <laughs> no. She's like, Oh my God. That's why I'm an elite athlete, and you're a dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dad. Don't catch me being a dad. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Never once catch me being a dad. <laughs> So we see Coach Martinez and his sons getting into a car. Uh, the younger brother kind of like won't embrace his mom and she won't kiss her husband. There's some kind oh, of weird yeah. tension. Mm-hmm. Boy, I hope son- they don't regret that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No regrets. Yeah. So uh, nothing, matter of hours. Nothing bad mm-hmm. happens. The older son just looks annoyed, but he looks annoyed just because he's a teenage boy. He's got... Mm-hmm. He's actually got the Sean Hunter haircut, and he's not pulling it off. No, um, yeah, that's we need center, a deeper part. We yeah, need a the deep center part. part. It's just, yeah. it's rough. We need a deep part. We need to flip on both sides. Make it work, kid. With his only one teenage boy in this whole thing, please make it work. <laughs> they emphatically don't. I think yeah. that was that was an organizing principle of this show. Was like mm-hmm. we're not going to make this guy hot. <laughs> My apologies to that actor. Um, <laughs> sorry to this man <laughs> um, we see Shauna in her room looking at an early admission letter from Brown mm-hmm. <gasps> dated November 10th 1995 mm-hmm. um, oh. so Jackie thinks they're going to Rutgers and that mm-hmm. might not be the case so not the plan Jackie Shauna's got a whole secret life which I really respect yeah um, it's very fun yeah she comes off as, yeah, such a kind of, you know, syncophantic character on the top. But obviously, you know, she's she she's doing her own thing. She's just doing it in such a covert way, mm-hmm. a diabolical way. Um, that's really interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's stunning. And I mean, she's been set up as 
in this pilot, the person we've kind of spent the most time with and are being nudged to empathize with the most. Definitely. And we're getting this impression of her late in the game where she's killed this rabbit. Mm -hmm. She has fucked her best friend's boyfriend. She Mm -hmm. is lying to her friend about where she's going to go to college. Mm -hmm. Um, Just Again, they just pull the rug out from under you constantly on this mm, show. Yeah. That never yeah. lets up. Mm-hmm. This beautiful transition from the empty school hallway that's an echo of the shot introducing the school to the empty aisle on the plane that they're mm-hmm. all getting on. Yeah. And apparently Lottie's dad rented a private plane for the team. Cool. Um, he can be there for breakfast, but he'll rent them a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's he's out there making private plane money. He can't have yeah, breakfast. Yeah, that's, that's against true. the law. When you file with the SEC, they're like, do you eat breakfast? And if you say yes, they're like, you can't have a business. I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't trust like, you. Yeah. <laughs> everybody boards and two girls we haven't met yet, um, who I will go ahead and identify as Akila and Mari, mm-hmm. um, have a little bit of a chat. Akila is JV. I think Mari mm-hmm. may not be, but she may be younger. Yeah, she seems younger. Coach Martinez gives his younger son some gum. Um, The older son is like, get away from me in Mm -hmm. the manner of older siblings everywhere. Petition to bring back butt munch into the common tongue. Uh I've been saying butt munch for a long time. So Um, (laughs) keeping those home fires burning. Wish granted butt munch. (laughs) And you are the person who would have called me that too. So it works out. We have such a healthy relationship. Uh, Yeah, seems like. (laughs) Jackie then gives Shauna some Valium. Apparently Jackie cried on an entire flight one time and Jackie gives her some Valium. She also gives her the heart necklace that Molly mm-hmm. brought up mm-hmm. and says, it's a good luck charm. It'll keep you safe. And now nothing can touch you. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, it's a cute little best friend moment, you know? Yeah. So sweet. Those yeah. sweet moments that Jackie has are really fun to see. It's it's mm-hmm. nice to see her like just shining and being, you know, trying to be that influencer that mm-hmm. they say that she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for the only person she's influencing is Shauna, and she's not doing a yeah. great job. No, only surface level influence. <laughs> to choices. be fair, you don't necessarily think of having to um, tell your best friend that she shouldn't fuck your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Usually, yeah, you don't have to I'm say sad. that out loud. I mean, yeah. All bets are off with Shauna. Shauna's really? rich in her life. She, uh, so we cut from Shauna sitting in this diner on a rainy night in Jersey. We see her back on the plane kind of drifting off on Valium. And uh, Thaisa arrives at the diner and apologizes for being late. And Shauna tells her about J-Rob. And she's mm-hmm. like, I looked into it. She's never written anything for the Star Ledger. Mm-hmm. And then Shauna yells at Ty for running for Senate. Uh, and mm-hmm. exposing the team to scrutiny and tells Ty to take care of this reporter. And then uh, Shauna asks about Nat, who's apparently in rehab again. Mm-hmm. And there's no sign of the others. So there are apparently survivors that we have not yet met. Yes. Um, and it, this gets hinted at kind of with J-Rob earlier. She's like, other people are telling your story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, oh, the show is scary. It is scary. <laughs> and- yeah. Shauna says famous last words as long as nobody does anything crazy we'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) then Ron Howard comes in (laughs) they weren't fine (laughs) yeah Natalie uh, gets to her storage unit where she's storing her Porsche in what I think I'm not a sports person and I'm not a gun person it looks like a really nice rifle 
Yeah, um, I'm gonna say that's one of the uh, long ones. Yeah, it's like an AK-15. <laughs> it's like yeah. also, where does she get like she she's really being positioned as being the rich and successful one too, which like oh, kind of gets dismantled a little bit later. But mm-hmm. we're not really sure where she's coming from yet. She seems very yeah. unhinged in this first episode, and that will continue. <laughs> yeah, and and she has a little combo with the guy who is the manager there, and says something that seems very innocuous about how she's excited to be back home and connecting with old friends. Mm-hmm. I'm sure nothing will go wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the pelt prom in 1996. <laughs> uh, someone has, has plated the food and mm-hmm. puts it down in front of judge's table. Mm-hmm. Um, Glossy, delicious, great yes, plating. The uh, central figure who has been named by the fandom, the antler queen. Uh, gives kind of a nod, and everybody uh, puts out their little paws yeah. for a little girl jerky. It's not They're jerky. Mold. It has clearly been spit-roasted. Yeah. Uh. It's roast human meat beef. <laughs> oh, boy. So we finally get Christina Ricci. Mm. I was so ready for this to mm. be adult Jackie. I was yes. so beyond yeah. ready. Same, same. In fact, I still think it might be adult Jackie. Did yeah. she steal her identity? I don't know. I can't get over it. You guys don't know this yet? No. Holy moly, well, this show. I mean, I mean okay, okay, yeah. okay. This is, this is one of the more out there theories. But yeah. Like, I wouldn't put anything past this show. Absolutely. This show to me is like okay, if a okay. show like Ugly Betty just played everything straight. Yeah. Like, well, it, it even has the actor from Ugly Betty who's the photographer. Oh, my God. That's right. He's the nephew. <laughs> oh. So, yes, they're trying. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, no, this is actually Misty Quigley. This is There's a name tag, so I know that I'm wrong, but I'm so married to the idea of Christina Ricci being – and this is the metaverse that I'm talking about where we know the cast of this and we are ascribing certain – traits to the young cast to the older cast and it is constantly fucking with you throughout this episode Mm -hmm. interesting now rebecca that can't there's no way you can write something like that in the draft of your your script right that's something that just happens as like an accident right i mean i think that the casting when you i i think that there's something you can't like write it but in the production of the show and knowing what Knowing, being very aware of the reputation of the actors and their features Mm -hmm. and casting the younger girls to creatively maybe look like one, but maybe also like another is something that's very artful Mm -hmm. that you can, a show like this can do because a show like this is a lot of leeway. Um, Mm -hmm. It it takes things slow. It's really patient. You can tell that they made a lot of creative choices that many other networks might argue about, but they, you know, for whatever relationship that the showrunners have with the network, like they got a lot through and it's, it shows it's awesome. Like it really Mm -hmm. is so sophisticated. And it really is. It's so stunning because physically Misty is not a character that you would automatically assume Christina Ricci would play. Mm -hmm. But as we see, in this scene, as well as the flashback scenes, we're like, oh, this kind of like twisted mm-hmm. woman is yeah. very much in her wheelhouse. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. She she is legally not allowed to play a woman who wouldn't murder someone. Like yeah. that's just her whole yeah. oeuvre. No well-adjusted. People. Even in Penelope, you're like, mm, mm-hmm. I see you, yeah. Penelope. Absolutely. So uh she now works in an elder care facility. Mm-hmm. And the she's perm bringing is back. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the perm ever left. I think yeah, it's it's right. a perm. Of her. She has stayed true to her look in high school in a way that is so much more intentional. I think mm-hmm. than the other three. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think Definitely. she was just like when she was in middle school. She was like, "This is it. This is the look." 
This is what I do. This is what Stop I do. drilling, you hit mm-hmm. goals. Yeah. That being said, I think, again, the flirtatiousness of the old Misty really goes back to the young Jackie in some ways, too. Like, there's mm-hmm. notes of that, which, again, that theory of an identity, which we don't know about, which is very out there, like, super hits home to me. I'll say it. Wow. That's fine. That's what this show is for. And by this yeah. show, I mean Yellow Jackets, but I also mean Blood High of the podcast we're on. Absolutely. <laughs> this um, is for people to let their freak flags fr- freak flags fly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Great. Um, Del Close, there's a tongue twister for you. <laughs> and there's so many freak flags are flying already. So Ooh, you're yeah, good company. Flapping, flapping. Mm-hmm. This is a real mm-hmm. freaky show. So yeah. mm-hmm. Misty is uh, essentially abusing one of her patients. She mm-hmm. comes in and the patient's not eating. She's like, you gotta eat. Uh, she's had an accident. She's uh, wet the bed, presumably, and Misty just changed the sheets. Mm-hmm. And uh, Misty's annoyed. She hasn't kind of gone full psycho yet, but she's just like, oh, my God, all you have to do is just press this button and I'll come help mm-hmm. you. And Mrs. DeGenero like flips her food tray onto the floor. Yeah, and then Misty just goes like, not no bueno. Daughter, yeah. And she's just like, um, OK, you know what? I think your tummy's upset from the morphine, so you don't get any morphine. Mm-hmm. And she tells her, don't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Nana. Like, don't. We all believe it. We all believe it. Say no more, Misty. Say no Uh, more. What do you need? I will get it for you. And then we see her leaving work. And, you know, she sees some people coming in and she's like, Mm -hmm. happy Friday, ladies. And they're just like, hey, Misty. And it's such a perfect dichotomy of like, yeah. Misty's energy versus everybody else's and what Absolutely. we know she's capable of. Well, yeah. it's also where she wields power and mm-hmm. where she doesn't. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. over over the weaker person. Yeah, Misty mm-hmm. wants to feel useful in every way she can and she it's so funny cuz she's such a strong individual character but so much of who she is is played off of the people around her at mm-hmm. any given moment. Um, and we do see Nat has tracked her to her place of employment with her mm-hmm. Porsche and her gun. So, uh, yikes. With her push and her gun. <laughs> More cranberries, please. Honestly. Oh, There's so a fun. note. Back in 1996, uh, the pelt person who served the meat pulls off her hood. Everybody else is kind of leaving the fire. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's Misty. It's Misty, Mist- baby. I completely misinterpreted the scene the first time I saw it. And I thought she was the antler queen. Mm-hmm. But you see, oh. the antler queen. The antler queen is walking she, behind her. Yeah, she so, like, I'm on Reddit, and everybody's like, "Who is the antler queen?" I'm like, "I'm mean, it's Misty." Are you, like, <laughs> what? How did you miss that? But then mm-hmm. it turned out actually I was the idiot. So we all learned an important lesson on Reddit that day. <laughs> the first time that has ever happened. Yeah, <laughs> not the first, not the last. <laughs> <laughs> we see some some quick cuts of close ups of the entire uh, pit to table experience. And handcrafted kind of- artisanal <laughs> woodsy the ambiance is cold I mean, and dark they- alice waters found dead in that same day <laughs> exactly that was her heart necklace <laughs> strange sigil alice. uh we can smell your fear but we can taste it too Mm -hmm. Uh, we pull back and we see the wreckage of the plane and the surrounding just huge mountains like they Mm -hmm. are fucked they're so big they're so big i won't even climb mount diablo oh like i was getting cold looking at them yeah Yeah. oh i hate being cold Mm -mm. this doesn't look fun no No. (laughs) 
No. I'm going to go out on a limb, everybody. I don't think that this would be fun. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hot take. Scratch your head with that take. Uh, we then go back to Shauna reading journals that mm-hmm. she's taken out of her safe. We can see a little bit of the text, not anything super informative. Um, but then we flash back to 1996. Shauna's on the plane kind of groggily waking up. Coach Martinez is putting an oxygen mask on her. Next oh. to her, Jackie looks completely passed out, presumably mm-hmm. also took a Valium. Yeah. Um, for my money, honestly, being completely doped on Valium is the way to be in a plane crash. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, this is the only way. <laughs> for sure. For sure. You get so much less trauma if you're already yeah, like kind of woozy, like, chill. Oh, yeah, I fire. Do I hear a scream? Laura Lee is uh, saying Psalm 23, leaving out key portions, but I assume it's because she's traumatized. The way my baby knew what (laughs) psalm that was. You're like, that was an abbreviated Psalm 23. Mm -hmm. I I have a lot to say about Laura Lee in future episodes. (laughs) There's one of their teammates kind of like stumbles up the aisle. The cabin Mm -hmm. door flies open. And I think that teammate falls out of the door yes um, everything is very oh, chaotic no. it's it's difficult really to clock what's happening shauna puts up her uh shade the window shade just to mm-hmm. confirm what yeah. she has surely already deduced <laughs> it's like and someone's flown at the window something is wrong yeah <laughs> uh, i don't know something bad Hmm. let's and check it out she looks and, and they're coming down to the tops of the trees at a steep yeah. angle it is not looking good for the yellow jackets and yeah. roll credits oh, oh, so good banging the scene was pilot. so minimal for what it could have been and you know we'll see more later but it was just a beautiful like the danger the turn of someone falling in the aisle and that is that being a bad thing and then the door opening and the girl flying out it's the way that they do things is it's so sparse in some ways but so patient with the images that they give you like this scene is such a credit to that too and it just like leaves us with just oh my god like we're not even crashed yet people mm-hmm. oh, they gorgeous. truly this entire creative team is doing the least to give us the most absolutely it's just, so sophisticated when that happens i've i've probably watched just the pilot like four or five times at this point I've lost mm-hmm. count. It is like you could bounce quarters off this pilot. Oh, it is so, so tight. Good. tight. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> tight and um, tall. It, it really okay, is. Okay, so just a couple quick notes because I know we've gone far longer than I expected because I'm rusty. I haven't done this in a while. I forgot. <laughs> we could talk about it for hours more. That's There's true. so much to talk about. And I um, think people like longer podcasts okay, anyway. That's so. true. That's a good mm. point. Um, ooh, everybody's <laughs> well, seeing, settle in. Everybody's <laughs> seeing how the girl jerky gets made. <laughs> 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 Molly, you had a realization as we were chatting about Allie. What was your realization about Allie? Oh my God, that was her in the the interview scene. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. It mm-hmm. it only just dawned on me that like, shoot, she was yeah. saved by and the shin of her teeth. Again, a character who has what? Five lines in the whole show. The teen version to the adult version is a straight line. Because yeah. even in the present, even after all this time, she's like, here's how that affected me. Mm-hmm. A person who wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes me think, and I haven't seen the rest of the episodes, but that makes me think that's the person that J. Robs is talking about when she's like, people who have less claim to this experience are making a lot of money on it. Yeah. And that explains why she would be doing bougie white lady stuff like drinking wine in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Totally. 
Totally. I mean, I would do that regardless of whether or not I had a book deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I would do that regardless of if I was white or not. Yeah, so. <laughs> white wines for everyone in the mornings. <laughs> Regular white wine. 10 a.m. wines. No distinction. <laughs> for the blood hive. How has nobody started 10 a.m. wines? That is started right here, baby. Oh, my gosh. All right. I'm going to go find some grapes. Everybody stay here. I've got just some random notes that I took. Um, Jackie scores the winning goal at States. She Mm -hmm. gets the ball in with her head, uh, which I know is a legal thing in soccer for some reason. I think I must have watched something as a child. Do you know any teens? Do they still print out photos and put them in their rooms? Hmm. I do not know any teens. I have no idea. Oh, you're right. I did think that was kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe Shauna did it. You know, I feel like Shauna's trying to like, Ew, that's even worse. Look, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's okay. Another weird detail is when Callie's talking to Shauna, Shauna brings up Callie retaking a trigonometry test. So apparently not giving a good goddamn about trigonometry is Mm -hmm. a genetic trait. Yeah. Yeah. Passed from mother to daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. Any just things that we haven't chatted about that you want to bring up? To think, and we talked a lot about the fashion, which is really yeah. important. A lot about the music, mm-hmm. very important. I do think it's fun to sort of see the waves of nostalgia content. Like, I feel like we had we sat so long in like the 80s nostalgia content, and mm-hmm. I feel like Stranger Things was like the big apex of that. And now it's fun, but also kind of harrowing from a personal standpoint that it's like now we're doing the 90s i know they're coming for us they're coming for (laughs) us (laughs) but it's also comforting because it's like i my stories are on i remember Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's nice i do have that kind of initial like no my heart Mm -hmm. but then it's just like oh i mean what do i want as i age not things that feel like dipping into a warm puddle of nostalgia Totally. Exactly. I want to open a Delia's catalog on TV oh, and just oh, listen to my soundtrack oh. and slowly drown. Any theories on who changes the sign at Muriel's? I don't that was know. a really funny question. I don't know. I thought that was a funny question, too. I don't know that it's anybody that we know or care about. Mm. It feels like a van kind of thing to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Van's got that kind of trickster um uh, prankster mm-hmm. vibe to her yeah so it could be her i mean honestly i mean i don't even think you'd have to be a fan of the girls soccer team to make that change so absolutely it, i think it was an employee there yeah. i think they it were like been, fuck it could have been randy walsh there you randy go randy walsh you know he, the he sleeper have, character yeah he does <laughs> have weird ideas about what kind of offerings women would like yes. for example he thinks dedicating burps to people is an aphrodisiac mm-hmm. which it is not mm. uh so this could be his other like oh i mean not to not i don't want to yuck anybody's yum but oh yeah wow. <laughs> wow 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 i guess that's why i'm still single <laughs> you should do a burp dedication after at the end of every episode <laughs> This one goes out to Randy Walsh for teaching me how to not do stuff. Wait, also, isn't Randy Walsh the name of the character in South Park? I honestly couldn't tell you. I know his name is Randy. I don't know what his last name is. Okay, Uh, Future future, uh, investigations will happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What does Reddit say about that one? I want to know. I don't think anybody who watches this show has watched South Park enough to have that kind of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> it's very perceptive. 
They're like, what? The way? Yeah. Um, okay, so Molly, your ship, it sounds like, is Shauna and Jackie. Yes. Uh, and we can get a little, this is overtime, so we can get a little into spoilers here. So okay. if you don't want to be spoiled, you don't have to be here. Um, again, no, we'll keep it, we'll keep it clean for you, Molly. Um, Thanks. But any, any ships that you can vaguely allude to, Rebecca? Oh, I mean, honestly, Shauna and her husband. Oh, <laughs> You know? Am I a purist? Maybe. But wow, we are, we, we just go on such a journey with them. And this is part of it being so unexpected that you're like, I fucking hate this guy. She's not being easy on him. It's just that you go through so much with them. You love them. You hate them. And honestly, let's do this. Let's, <laughs> let's get them in a good place. With lots I of therapy. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love how I don't know this has definitely been me like throughout the pandemic I've become much more like I just want everybody to be okay I want you Aww. to work it out I want you mm-hmm. to stay together <sighs> they've been through so much they have been through a lot um Shauna especially uh had yeah. a plane crash so okay uh any favorite 90s wait, wait, wait. Memories? did you say your ship oh no I didn't I don't know like I guess I'm gonna like ask that every episode but mm-hmm. uh oh, okay do you want to set your baseline ship? My baseline ship. Baseline ship. Actually, my baseline ship is Thaisa and Simone. Yeah. Um, so Aww. another another married couple who I feel like have absolutely <sighs> electric chemistry. Um, they're supportive of each other's dreams. I just mm-hmm. I want those crazy kids to be okay. Ugh, poor Simone. I want every I, I want the world for Simone. I mean, yeah. again, I'm just like, how did you get here, Simone? Yeah. <laughs> Simone, you're you're a saint. Talk Although about a saint. I do I do feel like Thaisa, as an adult, is really good at the sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She has that vibe. She just seems like a very confident sex-having person. I agree. Um, I agree. Who among us is not? Am I right, gals? <laughs> sex gods. I mean, you're the one watching and just like that. So, like, you tell me. <laughs> I learned a thing or two. Uh, so what, what 90s memories or media, does anything stand out to you that you really loved? Well, that wet seal, that orange wet seal ring that Nat wears it's definitely her. Um, she wears a bunch of rings, but this one in particular, it's kind of a plastic bubble ring that I had that I got from the mall. Touches like that. I love the show is so good at that. Um, the slang. Oh, I want to see something about somebody's hair, but I forget who. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. I love in this episode specifically, everybody's singing along to shoot in the mm-hmm. locker room translates perfectly to my experience working at the dairy queen Mm. when i was in high school and the older girls who were the managers like they controlled the playlist they would always make these (laughs) great you know cassette tape mixtapes and we Mm -hmm. would you know all sing along to them um and just you know it was just it was fun you know we had our little dance routines that we would do when we weren't too busy I love it. A, yeah, a synced dance routine. Mm-hmm. Very, very fun. I love that. I, I missed some of the little uh, tiny pieces. Pen15 had a lot of these, but like yeah. those tiny hair pieces Ooh, that come yeah, down. Cool. I wish there was I feel more like of that. That feels a little bit more late 90s, early aughts to me, though. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, I could be I off on that. I think I was doing that a lot in high school, and I didn't start mm-hmm. high school until like 97. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, if you're listening and you did those little hair things in the front of your face in 1996, uh, please email us at gmail.com. Please. <laughs> and a choker. If anyone has any definitive oh, lack of choker opinions. Tattoo choker. Yeah. Don't even get me started. A lot of tattoo choker. <laughs> yes. Those are classic. They came back too. I should have yeah. worn one. Uh, any any call outs from you? 
Oh, tough call. Tough call because I was fully five in 1996. But um, <laughs> I did notice I liked the Sassy magazine. I read a bunch of magazines and Sassy became Exo Jane, which I really love. And then the picture frame really spiked something for me, too, because I had a lot of those B-Fry, you know, <laughs> connecting picture frames uh, like that. So, yeah, those were those are the triggers for me. Awesome. Also, like wearing a wearing a like denim jacket with a dress and freezing feels very mm. associated with my youth <laughs> for me, even though I am still obviously in said youth. But it just feels like a very like young, young, young person thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so finally... Oof, big important questions at this point. Uh, who do you think Pit Girl is and who do you think the Antler Queen might be? Hmm. I think I'll, I'll kick this off. I think from the pilot, it's very hard to get a read on the Antler mm-hmm. Queen specifically. Yeah. We have no information. For me, we've seen in this pilot, I mean, obviously there's the heart necklace, right? So mm-hmm. they want right. you to think it's Jackie. Yeah. Yeah. Do they want me to think it's Jackie because it is Jackie or are they fucking with me? Which is mm-hmm. the show's MO the whole way through where I, just, I never know. I never know what's really happening. Yeah. And it's exciting and scary to me. So yeah. I'm like, there's, I think, two other characters who fit the description. And mm-hmm. there's Lottie, um, who we mm-hmm. did see taking some kind of medication. Yeah. Uh, right. And then there's Mari, who is the one who had a mile of fruit by the foot in her bag. Um, oh yeah i know i'm so worried about yeah. how that comes back <laughs> i think it might be mari you think it might be mari yeah I, I think so i i think even from the pilot you're kind of like oh this person is kind of lightweight mm-hmm. um we haven't gotten super emotionally invested in her not like not in a cheap way but it feels very much like this show to be like oh this big deal main character who we haven't shown you as an adult mm-hmm. dies in this pit. But then in reality, it's somebody who we're a lot less invested in. Definitely. Interesting. Definitely. Oh, I, I think, and again, this is from seeing the rest of what we've seen, probably Lottie, I think, um, because I don't think the antler queen is alive for whatever reason. I just get that inclination that Whoa. she's not alive anymore. Oh, <laughs> So using like process of elimination, Pit Girl is white, uh, Pit Girl is brunette. I don't know. I I thought it was Jackie, but then I'm like, well, does Jackie dye her hair? Because Jackie's hair is like honey colored, mm-hmm. and she also has like, uh, yeah. I I really did think it was Jackie, and now I'm just completely flummoxed. I have no idea. Um, but I can't tell if either my eyesight is bad or. The color is off because it is um, dark. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought like squinting through the mouth hole of Antler Queen. I feel like I saw some melanin mm. there. So having seen one episode twice, <laughs> I'm just going to roll the dice and say it's Thaisa. All right. Mm. That's my right. I'm going like to make this. a bold opening gambit. Absolutely. Mm. I will say, uh, FYI, I just learned this, that the actress who plays Lottie is actually half Asian and half Islander. Um, She had a conversation with Vulture, and I am so sorry, I can't remember her name, but I'll link to it in the show notes. Yeah, she's great. She does a great job throughout. Everyone does a great job throughout. It's just, God, it's just so nice to watch a show that's so well made. 
Yeah. It's so yeah. well made. It's a treat. They're, you need more I of never, them? I never, yeah, I never tune in and I'm like, oh, they're going to pull some bullshit or yeah. cut a or corner Or like think somewhere. I'm too dumb, you know, mm-hmm. or like too much exposition or something where like they don't think you don't know what's happening. You know, it's like they, this show presumes you are very intelligent and you're able to follow. Oh. Yeah, it's a master class in pilot. Yeah, that's it's, it. It's absolutely. That- it's the scary version of the Cheers pilot. <laughs> it does everything it needs to do perfectly, yeah, quickly. I think that was the original pitch. That Ooh. was, honestly. So what if Cheers <laughs> was scary? Let's put Cheers in the woods. Where everybody eats your legs. Face. All right. Well, thank you both oh. so much for joining me for the supersized conversation. Uh, Molly, if folks want to find more of you, where can they do that? I'm on Twitter at Sirius Molly, S-E-R-I-O-U-S-M-O-L-Y. And I'm on uh, Instagram at Molly fucking Sanchez. Thank you. And Rebecca, where can folks find you? At Rebecca Lieb, L-E-I-B, um, on Instagram and Twitter and wherever. And then uh, Ghost Town Podcast, if you want to hear about some other macabre, we talk about some plane crashes that are real, that are very close to the situation. If you want more trauma, check, check it out. Uh, anything to distract from our current trauma. Am I right? True. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you both so much. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review Blood Hive wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to recommend us to your BFFs and frenemies however you can. Subscribe to Kelly Anakin's hilarious Patreon or make a one-time donation to Kelly-Anakin on Venmo to help us keep the content coming. Send a voice message to bloodhivepodcast at gmail.com for a chance to hear your Yellow Jackets hot takes on an upcoming episode. Blood Hive is a production of KA Collaborative. Our theme song is Eat Your Heart Out by Wolves. Special thanks to today's guests, the team at Cosmic Standard, and my own personal judges table. Last but not least, all praise to the Antler Queen. 